We live, baby. All right. All right. We're Life's a Mitch, number two. Eric Ford, Mitchell Cox, our guest, Tristan Longacre. Is me. How you doing, friend? I'm doing good. I'm doing Very fantastic. Good. Friend, fantastic. family, brother, lover. Mm. Oh. They call Ooh. me the brother lover. <laughs> we have oh, been foes before. <laughs> we have been foes before. We, we were foes starting off in our relationship. That's why really? it's, like, so weird to me, like, how closely we've grown. Right. And, like, it's definitely, like, shown me a lot about myself in the process, too, because, like, you helped me with a lot. Good. I feel Good. like. I feel like, I feel like. I feel like. I feel like all of you guys have helped me with a lot as well. Like our group, generally. Yeah, I feel like we don't get to see each other as often as I'd like personally, and like uh, I've especially felt that like the last three years. I feel that. You know. Yeah. Like, ever since like our con- our bond right. became strong. Yeah. Which I mean, I I feel like it's became strong. I don't really talk to you enough to know how you feel about it though. So you're right. Yeah, you're how, correct. You, how you feel about me, baby boy? We've, we've bonded over drugs. I feel <laughs> somewhat. Yeah, Wait, when but I, when more I, when over I say, like when I shared say, experiences. I would say. Yeah, and when I say drugs, I mean like like apocalypse in a form, and because like apocalypse is just like a lifting of the veil. We kind of lifted mm-hmm. the veil around the same time. Yeah, and then once we saw life, kind of for what it was. Became adults yeah. and regular people. Right. <laughs> Which, I mean... How long were you all enemies? Uh, we weren't really ever enemies. We just kind of butted heads at points. And, like, uh, we couldn't wait to fight each other one time with MMA gloves. That was right. fun, though. It like, was. we definitely looked at it as, like, camaraderie instead right. of, like... Because, you know, he is definitely my best friend's younger brother for, like, a long period of my time. Right. And, like, we grew up down the street from each other. We played on, like... Did we... I, I, I want to say we played baseball together, or was that just thrown in your front yard? That we, was just thrown in the front yard. I was yard. thinking we you, played, like, on teams against each other, maybe. We did. Then. We did play on teams against each other one year. Yeah, yeah, I know we played at Prairie Village our whole life. You know, he's a year younger than me, if yeah. that. Mm-hmm. If how, that. How old are you? 25. Yeah, year. Yeah. Not even a year, right? Because when's your birthday? February. Yeah, I was thinking springtime, so February. More like winter, where we're at. <laughs> um, Coming up. What? That's weird to me, though. February in the spring. You would think it was in the spring, but it's always the coldest month of the year here where we get Sometimes. the most snow. I, I definitely remember birthdays that were outside. Really? I do. No way. Okay. Well, let's get back to that. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much we just... Oops. Um, <laughs> Everything's good. <laughs> Everything's good. Burn Restart. down the studio. <laughs> Take 20. <laughs> Fuck. Um, but we definitely like uh, grew up butting heads. And then, like, I don't think we are ever really, like, against each other because we always hung out. Yeah, I think we were just, like, both teenagers at the same time, and we were both, like, we, aggressive We might general. have been fighting for attention against each other. Like, we kind of looked maybe. like... To, uh, big bro- to big brother and best friend? Or maybe. Maybe. See, maybe. I had never thought of that. that we never got into, like, we never really talked about anything like this Ooh. until now. I think, I think it could... I think it could be that, like, we were both going through puberty around the same time. Yeah. And, so like... So you are both horny and went to fucking Well, no, no. See, the thing was, like, he was the biggest one of our group, and I've always been an aggressive human. Yeah. So maybe I just targeted you a little bit, but you were the big man. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You, know? you go to jail, you want to knock the big well, dude you out. You got well, to. Well, like, I was... Show everybody so you're like, for real. So, like, I was homeschooled, right? Yeah. And, like... Most of your life. Yeah, like, most of my life. Would you just go to high school? Yeah, just went to high Four years? Mm-hmm. But, like, whenever y'all were coming over and shit, when we were little, whenever we were, like, mm-hmm. actually fighting and shit, um, I had never been around people before. Right. So it was just a group You were of very kids. sheltered until you were about uh, 12 years old, and that's when you started, like, seeing more of the world. Right, right. Well, not, like, well, more <laughs> of the world, but, like, 
other people and just being around other people besides your family. I was socially awkward. And that's that's not like your fault or anything. It's just yeah. how you were raised. Yeah, yeah, 100%. It's because of your sheltered yeah. lifestyle. It's right, time. right. And it wasn't even like sheltered per se. It just I'd never been around people my age before. It's well, I mean, it's, as, a, as a child, sheltered from the world. You're as right. a child, yeah. you are controlled. But I saw you all as being like way more controlled. Even Colin like wasn't able to hang out with people until he was like Bro, eighteen, for, for yeah. like eighteen, nineteen years of my life. You all were the. People that were always playing golf in your front yard and otherwise locked inside your house like a prison. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. That's pretty damn close. I that's exactly say. what it was. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool sometimes, but most times it was just like, well, one day I'll figure out what the world is. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, from why don't you tell me a little bit about that transition of like your social awkwardness and how you overcame it? Because I don't think you're socially awkward now, and you definitely haven't been for a few years. Yeah, it was. Um, at, at first, it was mainly just like anxiety shit. Like I didn't want to sound dumb, look dumb. I always thought I was dumb, you know. Kept yourself from talking to other people. A lot. Yeah, yeah, and it was like that in high school too, like freshman year. And plus, freshman year, I weighed like two twenty, mm-hmm. and I was about six inches shorter than I am now. Yeah, so. That wasn't good with being socially awkward, and because I didn't know, like, math, I didn't know school, really. I was in, really? like, slow classes. I thought you were, like, ahead when you were homeschooling, like, I on was. pace to graduate early. Yeah, I, I was, but I didn't know what algebra was. I never even... Oh, yeah, I, no, I get yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't know, like, grammar either, really? because we just, like, wrote. Like, I was good at writing. I could write you a story that would sound good, but there would be no punctuation. That's what I thought your uh, best subject would have been, honestly, was, like, literature and stuff. Yeah, I'm just not good. Like, I'm good now with grammar, but, like, I, I didn't use it. <laughs> right, so you That's couldn't crazy. compose right. pro- uh, proper sentences and stuff. Yeah, yeah Okay, yeah. no, I get that. Um, I had a big problem with that throughout. Like, they, I finally learned how to, like, write <clears throat> proper paragraphs and everything, like, in uh, high school. Right, right. Ninth well, grade, same. tenth grade. Same. <laughs> but, so, like, the first, wow. like, six weeks of me being in high school, I was in, like, slow classes. Yeah. Like, with... Remedial type? Let's just say it, with retarded kids. Like, actually, like, kids who had, like, mental disabilities yeah. and stuff like that. disorders. Yeah, so that didn't help. At all. Like, I was a new kid that had never met other kids, mm-hmm. and I was overweight. I had an afro. <laughs> Already classified into the dumb fuck category. Right, and I was with the slow kids, so that wasn't good. But when I shaved my head, like, I lost a bunch of weight. I just started working out. And then, like, I lost a bunch of weight and shaved my head, and I went back next year, and nobody knew who I was. So it was like summer transformation. Straight up, there was like four or five people who knew who I was. I didn't talk to them anymore. They like, fucking don't talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> they, you know too much. Fucking, I'm, I'm a new person. I changed. Got to cut you off and move friends. Right. Move, move social circles. Yeah, but really, it was it was still the same circle. Like, really, like, the whole thing was still the same circle as it is now. Like, just you guys hanging out with people. Just kind of trying to be more out of my shell because I have to be around so many people. You know yeah, I, mean? I know. I never mean. noticed that I was in my shell because I was just always around people and they would always talk. I got you. So, uh, after you, like, showed them that you could learn and, like, you weren't, like, morbidly stupid... Yeah. Did, like, they get you onto the right classes and shit? Oh, yeah, no, no. I, I finished with, like, a 3.9 GPA or something. Yeah, that's like what that. I thought, because yeah, yeah. I know you're very intelligent. If you he just put said, in the work, you would get it done. morbidly stupid. <laughs> Was that the wrong pronoun? It means, like, you're going to die from it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's what I'm going for, people. You know who I am. Take it or leave it. Like, 
I got so many blonde moments, dude. So many goofball, just what are you even thinking in there? Like my whole life, things that I say. My whole life, I've believed that I was morbidly stupid, and I still, I still do. <laughs> like it's gonna kill That's me. That's probably how a lot of people die, though. If it's you think about it, it's from day. stupidity. Because I'm stupid because I can't quit smoking cigarettes. I'm stupid because I ever like started smoking cigarettes, and I'm probably gonna die from that if I don't stop. Most car crashes are stupid reasons. Most people, I mean, everybody that falls off cliffs and shit, stupid reasons. So then, what would that be? It wouldn't be like morbid it would just would it just be morbid or would morbid it be stupidity morbid stupidity okay. I, I thought no see like morbid stupidity would be like like morbid just means like about death morbid really yeah like so like if if you're having a conversation about death somebody could walk by and be like oh that's morbid really yeah okay well, and then you have things like morbidly obese, though. Where That's the only one that anybody ever hears is morbidly obese. Right. Hey, I hear it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> our culture. It, it's our culture, yeah. dude. There, there used to be this little uh, redheaded bitch in high school that would know. always be like, obese to me. <laughs> it's like cool because, you know, that bitch, like, by senior year had, like, Bunch of STDs and was off meth. So. <laughs> Fuck her. It's like ninety percent of my graduating class. Fucking twenty fourteen. Hey, God dude. <laughs> nah, we're we're people. We're meant to like be out here having sex and stuff, dude. Like, if anybody like says that, like, oh, they're a slut or whatever because they got too much, like. You're not supposed to be a meth hoe by 17, bro. Well, not meth. <laughs> not meth, but I'm just talking about if you fuck a lot, that's no problem to anybody, you know? No slut shaming here. No, no slut shaming. No slut shaming here. Meth, I will shame you. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> Pretty bad. No amphetamines. But also, if you smoke meth, please continue to watch. <laughs> These conversations are for you as well. Yeah. <laughs> that's good stuff. <laughs> Besides clean the kitchen. <laughs> You clean the kitchen. <laughs> Wait, listen to this whole thing in three seconds. <laughs> On fast forward. <laughs> hey, actually, you know, uh, I found out that a lot of people, and this blew my mind, they watch YouTube videos and listen to podcasts and fast forward. On yeah. 1.5? Yeah. 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 Or two. I could see that. Definitely. Fuck that. I don't know about two. Because 1.5, you can still <laughs> tell what they're saying, you know? If, if I did an Adderall, I could do two. <laughs> I feel like if I did a lot of psychedelics or something and time was moving like super slow, then I could do like two or three. Or if you could just get some of them time yeah, crystals. Because you know how whenever you time got... Distorts. When totally you're in the right. psychedelic realm, it's definitely like you're seeing stuff and you're seeing like if you watch a movie, it almost goes frame by frame to that point. Like, dude... So what if... So I was telling you about I was telling you about time crystals a little bit earlier. Let's go get into the time crystals. Okay, so time crystals are a new thing, and they're trying to use them. I don't even know what they are really. It's just I was I've read like four or five articles. I'm trying to understand it. It seems it has to do with quantum computing. They're trying to they figured out some type of particle that is to do with strange quarks. It's like the glue that holds it to all the other shit, and it looks like it can be manipulated to actually change. Time. Well, to change space, and to change space mm -hmm. is to change time. Correct. Then the space-time fabric. Yeah. So if you can manipulate, it's basically a way to manipulate gravity. Right. And if you can manipulate gravity, then you can manipulate. That's the, that's the key to everything. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's getting close to it. It's the key to everything until we get there and we figure out, oh shit, we ain't no shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's always more. Until we, we've been playing with colors when we really should have been playing with shapes. Right. <laughs> 
You know, like I always think about that. Like everything that we like use as our, uh, what's it called? Your scientific, like, uh, like now it's physics. Mm -hmm. It used to be something else before then. Um, so like when you're playing with your set certain set of rules, like you're not even expecting any other rules to be in play. Right. So there could be a whole nother set of rules that we should be playing by, but we're not like the scientific theory will change again. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's changed in the past. It'll change again. And it's weird to me that, like, so shamans have been saying the same type of shit for, like, thousands of years. And, like, now a lot of physics points to, like, what the shamans have been saying all along. Like, none of this shit that. really makes sense, and it never really will. But you know what? The more we figure out, the more we just question, and, like, we can figure it out. But you know what? Weirdly, the one thing that does make sense to me in the world is, like, I don't need any explanation for is sacred geometry. And that's, like, what shamans deal with a lot, I feel like. <sighs> Hold on. I have so many questions right now. You don't have you don't you don't have any questions about sacred geometry. Well, no, I didn't mean it like that. But like, I didn't not like. Um, how does a planet of material floating around in space get clumped up, sit in gravity around a star, and then it creates an atmosphere, and then life just starts to grow from it mm -hmm. from inside because it has water, air, and the nutrients it needs on the planet. Right, because all like the puzzle pieces that, fit together. That makes less sense to me just looking at it and, like, thinking about it than sacred geometry does. Sacred geometry, if I just look at it, I feel good and great and, like, whole and, like, I've, like, been there before, you know? Okay. Like, it's I something that ties saying. deep within, like, my soul, which I, I just pointed so there, but I think my soul's those, there. <laughs> those patterns where it um, looks like a bunch of circles, triangles, and squares all laid over together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's just real dope. Because you can make, like, any on these. I saw where you can make so many different shapes and everything that you come to recognize yeah. uh, with with those patterns. Like, within inlaid, like, you can make a heart mm. shape and all that different shit. It's so cool. Dude, you geometry is where it's, it's at. I just love looking at that shit. It doesn't matter what uh, conscious state I'm in. It doesn't matter what I'm doing or, like... Whatever, I'll just sit there and watch a video of that. Almost like how you got the graphic going on in the back. I'll just have a sacred geometry playing on my TV. Like, um, like it's nothing, just chilling. Geometry to me as a whole is very confusing. Well, geometry isn't sacred geometry. <laughs> like It is, though. We don't have anything like uh, before the idea of sacred geometry that could attribute to that. But we do. And Are y'all elaborate? Pixelation due to the Planck wave. Mm -hmm. You know how everything, um, the the smallest uh, physical shapes are going to be like triangles, okay? Uh -huh. Yeah. Because of the Planck wave, and I feel like you know how the um, a lot of equations and things are perfect, except for pi. Yeah. I think pixelation could solve pi. I don't think pi is a necessarily solvable thing. It's not an equation. It's an, it's an expression. I think for for the it's a it, it's an expression in the form of a way to find radius within like a like a circle. So to find the circumference and radius right, of a circle. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 like an equation. Pi is an equation. It's just it goes on forever I, so it's I'm not just, a whole number. So here's the <coughs> thing though. You're trying to solve or the circumference of a perfect circle. There's no such thing. Exactly. 
That's why I think not in the physical realm. Pixelation of the circle. Mm-hmm. I think that's the flaw. Well, the reason that a circle there's no such well, every circle is perfect if it's a hundred or three hundred and sixty degrees. Mm-hmm. The thing about a circle is like the reason that pi is infinite, and this could be bullshit. I'm just thinking of this right now. But the reason that pi is going on forever is because a circle like is a, is an infinite shape as well. Like you can cut any section right. out of a circle, connect the dots, and it still creates a circle. Right, because it's got the same slope. Yeah, it's and it's, it's infinite. Angle, uh, yeah. <coughs> as long as you keep angle, it, yeah, yeah. As long as you keep it three sixty, it's a circle forever, no matter how much you take out. Because it'll never go down to zero, but you can never take all of it as long as you just take a section, it's no matter how small. In, yeah, never ending. You're right. I think that pi makes would sense. end if you accounted for pixelation and the, and the fact that it's a bunch of edges versus smooth. I mm. think pixelation. Smooth. I think pixelation. Like I think ancient geometry right there. I think um, pixelation could account more for like string theory type things where where are the missing dimensions though that that old question you know what i mean with string theory is based off of there's more dimensions we just can't see them right and like all the math is correct except for the fact that we can't find the missing the missing dimensions everywhere either they're outside of our own third dimensional realm and we can't see them mm-hmm. or they're so small we can't see them and if I they're so small I, pixelation could account for it because of the angles like you were saying mm-hmm. i think i brought it up last episode but cern is trying to uh Detect and or receive from other dimensions soon. They they're they're confident that they'll be able to break through and, and detect other dimensions with this next Man. couple of series of experiments of collisions. They're that's spending so fucking. Ignorant. I know that's what I'm saying. They're spending fucking billions of dollars. I could do that for ten bucks, bro. <laughs> 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 One hit a DMT, buddy. You're there. That's what I'm saying. Like, just go and just go with your scientific mind. See what you can fucking. I just, could see just how that would be undetectable, dude. But there has been like scientific shit, like trying to bring back the knowledge from the other realms of DMT and shit like that. Think, yeah. think, what if, what if these experiments though lead to like, okay, so yes, these drugs are basically uh, inhibitors for interventional travel for your psyche. So what if now you could go to the store and get interfer- <laughs> interdimensional, interdimensional psyche drugs? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, yes. I think, like these, all these. I'm gonna go to Home DMT and pick up some stuff. Anybody need something? <laughs> home DMT. That would be great. It would be cool if you could bring it back. Like it would be cool if you could like go to another realm and bring back their knowledge. Like just like. Oh, dude. And, and when, I, when I say that, like instead of them like ripping your head open and like pouring cups of knowledge in. Just like you can go there and you can get a book, well, and Terrence, you come yeah. back and you've still got the book, and it looks all crazy and it's hard to read. Ter- you, but Terrence you can do McKenna, it. Terrence McKenna said his number one goal during a DMT dimethyltryptamine trip was to bring something back from that realm, to yeah. bring an object back, because then that would hold the wonders of all science. And have you ever heard of Alex Gray? Yeah, yeah, I like Alex Gray. He's you, like one of the seen, best artists I've have ever you ever seen. seen. His temple? No, he created the DMT temple. I believe it. When you He's walk got, into it, it's somewhere, I believe, in the Netherlands, and you walk into it, and you are in a, the DMT realm. Yeah. He's brought it, like, he's tripped on DMT and then sketched out shit while he was on DMT and really? then made rooms out of the sketches. No way. Yeah. I can't uh, believe he brought stuff back like He's that. bringing it. He's trying to bring it. He's Well, his whole idea behind it is that he's making a map. He's making a yeah, map yeah, of the other fucking realms. Mm-hmm. He's a, the first cartographer of a different dimension. 
Well, maybe not the first. He definitely no, hits definitely it closest the first. to the first the, uh, in recent history, I guess. He definitely hits it closest to the nail that I've ever seen mm-hmm. when it comes to that dimethyltryptamine art. Because I I couldn't tell you, but I look at that and I feel like I'm there again. Like, I didn't see I didn't stuff. see any of that when I did it. Have you only done Changa? Mm-hmm. That's why. Yeah, I feel it. That's why. Yeah. Have you done other several other forms? Or just no, one? just 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 the yellow powder DMT. And Chonga with you all. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I had a full experience for sure. Uh, I saw the room of a thousand faces, like from a Tool album. Oh shit! That's real. <laughs> I thought you said you saw it the night on Chonga. No, I saw that face in the space. Face. Okay. I saw that face off into the di- see. Like I got beamed up through like space yeah. into somewhere else. Oh, me too. I was but flying. Like, I was but like, flying. But it was like awful. Chonga was a nice experience, and definitely. Probably the best for a first time tryptamine yeah. experience. It know? was like, I just, but mine was like away from Earth. I definitely feel like I was flying through space and time. I don't feel like, I, no, I feel like I was just like, like aliens beam me up. Like I was just like, I could see the Earth behind me. Like, oh shit, I don't know if I can sky. breathe out here the right way. Yeah. <laughs> True. It was Man. pretty good though. They, DMT, dude, the deems, it, it's crazy. And everybody should experience it once, in my opinion. Got to talk to Pops. I mean, I got, I downloaded information. First time, I was the first one to do it twice that night because I had something tell me to go come back in because I was the only one that didn't really blast off. Mm-hmm. So, I, I first time I went through this long, much longer compared to the second experience where I basically mm-hmm. blasted off, came off Earth, Met a gatekeeper who didn't let me in. Yeah. And then, second time, boom, I went right past the gates and everything. I've been thinking about that, honestly, ever since it happened, like off and on, like your experience specifically. And uh, I I think that might have been like it reading your like subconscious and just trying to like send you a message as to like quit doubting yourself, quit being down on yourself. You know, like it is what it is at the end of the day. And, like, there's no reason to, like... I was... Maybe... I think it was because I was nervous as all hell. Yeah, I was definitely nervous. You probably had some preconceived notions as well. And that always kind of fucks things up. Like, if somebody told you about a trip before, you might experience similar things instead of experiencing your own form of things. That's what I tell people when it comes to psychedelics, no matter what. Don't buy into somebody's stigma. Don't buy into somebody else's experience because that's not your own. They had other things affecting them that you won't have affecting you. And you'll have things affecting you that wasn't affecting them. Right. It's totally unique to anyone and everyone. Best to go clear-headed. Most it's unique the mo- one of the most healing things I've ever had happen was dimethyltryptamine for sure, and even yeah. even some LSD experiences have been very very healing in the most sensitive subjects and ways. It's it's insane what psychedelics can do for somebody, but our our country treats them as they're like heroin and they're gonna kill you, or like it, they don't want their people to live suffering free lives. Right. I feel like psychedelics have helped me. But I feel like it's been, like, me just getting out of my own way type shit. You know, you know what I mean? Definitely. But also, that, that's, that's all idea, it ever is, honestly. <laughs> the idea <laughs> of, a, of a, like, an acid trip for me being, like, sensitive. Or, like, I'm always just like, ha-ha, pee-pee-poo-poo. <laughs> I'm a caveman. Right. Uh, most healing experience I ever had 
was uh, or most individual, like, you know, you were talking about, like, having your own thing. I was on mushrooms with your brother, actually, uh, mushroom capsules. And I, uh, I broke myself from the party, and I had to go lay down in my room and strip down and turn on the fan and get into bed. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I have to go do this for some reason. Then I met, like, this crazy goddess on a hilltop after I started meditating for, like, 30 seconds. Yep. It was like she was calling out to me and shit like that. Like, I I had no expectations or realities. Um, Like, it it was just... You've done that a couple times. Yeah. I met her in the DMT room, too. I don't know if it's the same thing, but a couple of times... I could see why it would be. They're one chemical bond apart from each other. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. I think it could be. Um, But, yeah, it was just, uh, you know, like, a crazy, crazy little thing. (laughs) I feel so... We got secrets over here. I'm just trying to... (laughs) (laughs) Last time, I promise. Last time. (laughs) I'm just... I, I get know. it. <laughs> it's weird trying to like produce shit. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You're doing a good job uh, so far, dude. For sure. I don't know. I need to trip about it. I haven't tripped in well since we all uh-huh. did. Yeah. It, it's a beautiful thing. I definitely uh, advise everyone <laughs> to open their mind up to it at least once. I think shrooms. The world trying to heal us. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm kind of still sketched out by LSD. Every I'm time not. I it. Like, like, I just don't like it as much. I feel like it's... I definitely feel that, how I don't like it as much. I, I just don't like it. doesn't it. mean as much. It's uh, it's, it's good fun. for thoughts and yeah, laughter. Yeah, yeah. LSD for a long time. Uh, <laughs> I want to eat five dried grams and sit in silence, silent darkness alone. I've heard that before. <laughs> I, I I think a smart man said that one time. <laughs> Definitely. I love that smart man. Never met him, but I love him. I've had a quarter. I have done the five grams before, but they were not very potent. Oh, the most sucks. potent trip that I've ever had was about a month ago. Yeah. And my arm, like my whole, I, I didn't like, I never made the connection that mushrooms make you numb. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, in a way. No, like they actually make your skin numb. Oh, they make me feel fuzzy everywhere. Well, yeah, but like if you're on a the same high thing. dose, they make your yeah. skin numb. Like my hands were numb, my feet were numb. My the legs most were numb. I've ever eaten was four. I never got to five plus. I ate three and a half. Yeah. But the the only reason that I think that for sure you get numb is for one, it's kind of gross, but it's hard to come when you're on mushrooms. It takes a long time to get there. It takes a long time for me to get there. It does take a longer time to get there, but I don't think it's hard to well, actually no. ejaculate. No, it just takes <laughs> quite a while to get there. I just, at least for me. I haven't had sex on shrooms, but I can agree sex on psychedelics is amazing. Yeah, sex it's on amazing. LSD, it's a different I, experience in I its feel own. Like, I feel like I'm It's a, like the purest form of the sexual activity, I swear. Because you get like just bare, like none of you. It's like your essence almost is like taking the wheel. Sometimes it's like a porno, and sometimes it's like a painting. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was definitely a porno painting. I've only done it once, but it was a porno painting for me. And like, I was, I'm down with all that nasty shit. I was <laughs> like in, her, in her full being, 
Like, yeah. You feel I, so connected. So I was just smashing dogs. As a like <laughs> life form to life form, you feel super connected and like intricate in each other's lives in that moment. Oh, yeah. I honestly do not share that opinion. Really? No. Well, probably because mainly my my wife is like, she doesn't do anything but drink. Mm-hmm. So that could be. I, an, thought, an I thought she was a psychonaut. No, she's done LSD a couple of times, but it fucks really real hard. So she doesn't do it. She'll only do it if she's on vacation and she'll have a bad trip. Every I could time. definitely see her not having good reactions with LSD just because of how much of a thinker she, she is to begin mushrooms. with. Like yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I imagine if, like, she even had a DMT experience, a 15 to 30 minute experience, yeah. that she would probably love it and come back a little bit trippier than she already she, is. She said she would probably do DMT at some point. Dude, I can't wait till I can find it again. And, like, I know it'll come to me when it comes to me. That's how, definitely, that's how DMT is. Psychedelics, that might be different just because of how available acid is. But, like, DMT, I feel like it actually finds you when you need it. I don't know. I feel like. Acid kind of comes to me too, but mainly with the no, mind. I could see it. that. I could see that. Like, usually, if I'm going to be doing LSD, somebody will randomly have like a 10 strip be like, hey, I'm trying to get rid of this. I'm like, all right, I'm in there. Because <laughs> I, I don't, I guess I say that because I don't feel like shrooms ever try to find me. I feel like I've had like such a oh, deep connection with the DMT and that experience that I like, like I know that it was like everything's okay to just chill out. Like, Everything will happen when it's supposed to. You know? I feel like shrooms. You're I feel like it literally made that connection with me because I can't bring back anything from my DMT experience other than like some of the sacred geometry and like the overwhelming emotional feeling of like everything and just raw energy. That's the only thing I can bring back from it. And it's like so weird. But like I can like kind of like get how it was like telling me a couple different things like such as like to stop worrying about death as much. Yeah, that's a big one for sure. That most a, a lot of people like so in like clinical studies and shit. That's one thing that time after time after time again that people report from yeah, from scared. mushroom yeah, experiences yeah. that they're just like, oh, okay. Yeah, so whenever w- whenever I go, I go. It's not. It's, it is what huge, it is. <laughs> there's a huge push to uh, make uh, psilocybin capsules available for uh, hospice patients. Hospice. They PTSD. should do that immediately. Yeah. Oh yeah immediately if they cared about their citizens at all and their suffering they would make that available especially immediately of, especially in times of corona when you can't see your family and fucking oh uh, you know what i mean like in a nursing home can't see your family you're gonna die you have corona you're not gonna be able to see your family before you die fuck that give them pump them full of drugs at the very least i mean this, <laughs> i don't even look at psychedelics as drugs no you know they're not they're like a, a tool to help you See what really matters to you in a way. See what life is really about through your perception instead of like all this other filters that the world has given you over the the years. You know? When I said drugs, I meant heroin. Oh, yeah. yeah make them feel good. They're I, dying. I can see that. Yeah. Pump them full of some narcotics quickly so just that they ask don't them, have just to ask suffer. Them like, right hey, now, you yeah. want something to where you will be numb? And that's to where like, like, the you don't have to be in pain when you die. So you don't have to be so scared when that you die. That and like cancer patients and like certain surgeries. And I can like, I'm for opiates. But other than that, I'm so like, not, what's it called? Not the opposite of pro. I'm not against. for, yeah, I'm so against, I'm so against opiates in every way. I'm so glad I never got hooked on that shit because so many of our friends do. Yeah, I'm anti-opiate for sure. Oh, so I don't think there's any reason for it. I don't think there's hardly any reason for acetaminophen and shit because that shit kills people too. That shit ain't good for your liver. There's people that eat two two 500 milliliter capsules a day. 
Yeah, same with ibuprofen and all that shit. It's just a crutch. For the most part, everybody's got aches and pains. You're supposed to learn to deal with them, for the most part, healthily. I think uh, some psychedelics sometimes help me with my pain, too. Do they? Definitely. I feel like the thing that helps me most with my pain is, like... Marijuana. Yeah, well, yeah, marijuana. Marijuana helps me with well, my pain a lot. Well, because of inflammation. Yeah, true. You know, you know Seven what I mean? times more effective than acetaminophen. I, I, I know. Gosh, that's ridiculous. And how come that shit's been illegal since the beginning of America? Because the uh, paper industry was scared. And because ridiculous. you're not supposed to form your own opinions. You're supposed to be a cog in a machine. Yeah. That's um, that's probably another big part of that and my psychedelics aren't. Oh, they? yeah, 100%. Have been demonized. Have it, like fucking Pineapple Express, right? You know the beginning scene where like he's qu- starting to question shit while he's smoking the weed? And they're yeah. like, illegal! Like, it's that. Yeah. It's that all the way through and through. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but what I was going to say earlier, I feel like mushrooms are supposed to be hard to find. Yeah, definitely. You have to go look for them for sure, and you have to put in the trial and error to know if they're... If you're back in the day, let alone like safe to right. eat, because all mushrooms are edible. Some Blue are gills. only edible once. Bluegills. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. a lot of trial and error when it comes when it comes to mushrooms. I'm sure a lot of our monkey ancestors, whenever they had to move to the plains of the world instead of running around in the forest, were probably like dying left and right over eating deadly fungus. Deadly until fungus. they found the right ones, then their frontal cortex is enlarged by like tenfold. They ding ding finally. ding! We hit a topic. Stone Dape Theory in the motherfucking house. <laughs> they find themselves a uh, ninth grade Tristan to eat the mushrooms. Like, oh. Here it is. Didn't this dude's it. got a second grade education anyway. Let's just send him to the fungi patch and Do let it. him tell us which ones are good. Yes. That I would have been so fucking down for that. I was I feel like in my family everybody heroin was the same thing as psychedelics growing up that was kind of how it was looked looked at yeah. so like wow so in in my life i always assumed that when i got to be like an adult you would be an opiate addict well no i always knew i wouldn't do that because my parents suck. Right. Okay. <laughs> they did a whole so lot i thought you that. were about to say like because of that i like grew up thinking that opiates were cool or no okay. no the exact opposite I always knew that. I mean, that's how I did with like. I always alcohol, knew that the ones sure. that they were doing and saying were good were fucked up because yeah. they were fucked up. I was like, these ones over here that the other people are doing that aren't fucked up, they seem pretty dope. I always knew I was going to try them. Yeah. Me I and Colin did mushrooms for the first time together. Same that's time. so dope, dude. I wish I would have had that experience with my brother for real. Yeah. Yeah. Real talk. First time. If you're watching this, love you, Jack. Can't wait to have you on, dude. Jack, Jack. <laughs> I think my guest, my guest for number three, hopefully, will be Jack. But we got to find time in our busy schedules to carve one out. Life's a fucking Mitch. Life is a Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I was saying with the mushroom, the reason they're supposed to be found is because they've always been like that. You're supposed to have to go forage for them. Mm-hmm. And now it's just different. You have to forage in a different way. You have to yeah. forage by texting people <laughs> and calling people. It's just a different form of foraging, bro. There's always hoops to jump through. <laughs> right. Some of them included death. Some of them included uh, hitting up a sketchy friend. Some of them include <laughs> wrongful imprisonment, unfortunately. Yeah, wrongful imprisonment. Dude. Ain't that, ain't oh. that so oh. true? And wrong, wrongful imprisonment shrooms. is like... Huh? If you get caught with shrooms, you're going to jail. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, dude, 
wrongful imprisonment isn't that like an American culture because we don't have much culture but one culture that's pretty <laughs> freaking popping is how many people are in jail for the wrong reasons non-violent non not bothering anybody kind of crimes yeah so like America is known for like we're good in tech we're good in Hollywood we're good for morbidly uh, obese yeah we're, we're <laughs> good for we're, we're good for that and also like it's universally known that we're racist, unfortunately. And we're destroying the world. Well, yeah, we're destroying the world. So is China. So is Russia. So is India. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? Like, we're, we're probably leading that boat. We're not. <laughs> we're not. China's leading that by far. You think? Oh, no. A hundred percent. Like, that's like. They're industrial motherfuckers well, yeah, over like, there. Yeah, like, we try. We really? actually, yeah, no, like we so actually we fell short. To, I always thought we were ahead of China. No, that, no, so like China, Russia, and China India blow us out see, of the water. See, I've been buying into too much American propaganda, y'all. But. Have, I thought we were the greatest country ever. Have, China has recently started the process of cleaning cleaning up their environmental act. I don't yeah. believe them. I don't believe them either. I don't believe they say they have. Look, I don't believe any major government. Look, I tell you what. I love Chinese people. I can't believe a goddamn thing that comes out of China. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe a goddamn media. thing that comes out of our people yeah. and oh, out of I our media. Either, but I can find truth. That's why so many people don't think the coronavirus is a real thing, even though hundreds of thousands of people probably died already from it. But in America, you can find truth and not get executed for it. And you can speak your truth and not get executed for it. That's the main thing. Well, you can go on that's, run, that's Edward Snowden. Some people get executed for it. Let's not get that wrong. Sorry, Timmy. <laughs> mm? Shout out, Timmy, Larry. Some people get executed for their opinion. Or for the sure. dude that created the hydrogen engine. Yeah. Yeah. Did he die? The the water the water the water thing. Yeah. Did he got killed? Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. Capitalism oh, saw yeah. that and was like, "That's not good for Ford Chrysler or Chevrolet." Yeah. No, he he was. Or like, the oil company number one and foremost. He's like, I <laughs> yeah. got this engine that runs on water. It should only take you twenty two gallons of water to go from New York to L.A. What? And then, bro, dead. No way. That's wild. I believe it in a heartbeat. Have you ever heard of the heart attack gun? (laughs) The heart attack what? The heart attack gun? No, I haven't. This is the thing. This is real. Oh, it's real. Yeah. I believe it though already. (laughs) The CIA was forced to admit in a congressional hearing that they invented a gun that shot darts. The darts dissolved in the body, and they caused cardiac arrest. Oh, yeah. And they said they got rid of it, and they never used it. But then later on, it was proven that they killed a Castro lookalike with it. Really? <laughs> but they were trying to kill Castro for the longest fucking time. Oh, yeah. that, I mean, that's why they invented it, really, to kill Castro and, you know, people who talk too much. Yeah. Dude. But, yeah, that's like, think about that. That's the 70s. That's scary to me. What they got now? Sound weapons. Wave weapons. They got lasers. I know that. Microwave weapons. I can't tell you how. Yeah, I'm more worried about the wave weapons, like sound wave, microwave, gamma ray. So we do have microwave weapons. That's a fact. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we've had microwaves since, what, the 60s? we got to have microwave weapons. Well, microwaves actually got discovered as a weapon at first. They were supposed to be, yeah, they're supposed to be like a form of riot control to make people uncomfortable. supposed to heat them up. Make them move the area. Oh, and they accidentally melted some people in a fucking, fucking building. with the cells in your body. Yeah, dude. They, they fucking microwaved some people in the a building. Because, yeah, they were supposed to raid a building, and they put it on the building, and they microwaved oh. them. They're like, well, fuck. And then that's why we have a microwave now. God. <laughs> that's we, how we dude. figured that shit out. That would off. be one of the worst ways to die. Like, I would rather be burnt to a crisp instead have of microwaved seen, to death. Have you ever seen Kick-Ass? 
Yeah. They had that big ass industrial microwave. I don't remember it because I like watched bits and pieces when I was a kid, but like yeah, kick ass was pretty good. It was this part. will call you to heat up more on the inside than the outside. Yeah. They, yeah. they had a lumber mill with an Making industrial their atoms microwave. go crazy, dude. Oh yeah. my god. Just vibrates your shit. Ugh. Vibrates you till you explode. <laughs> <laughs> Vibrated until your flesh cooks to a crisp. It's crazy. Crisp melty stew. It's weird to think about so like our brains Right now in science, cannot manipulate matter. Hmm. We can on paper. Kind of. We can like in a thought-like sense, but yeah. not like physically. That's that's where I'm going. Right. So maybe our science just hasn't figured out yet. So like, I can have a thought in my head that I don't know where it came from because I don't know where thoughts come from. They come I think from, it comes from one of them eleven realms. They very well could. Very well could. Just beamed into your head like you're an antenna or something. Yes, sir. You're a being of frequency. Yeah, well, at least that's what the thing that you're in is. Like, you're just piloting a machine that's an antenna to pick up the frequency. That's going back to, like, (laughs) simulation, remote control type thing. Yeah, but it's not even that. It's just, like, you're here on purpose, and you've given yourself amnesia to figure out what it was like before you knew all the things. Oh, yeah, no, I get that. That's like we're all just part of a supercomputer experiencing a simulated reality. No, fuck all that supercomputer shit. We invented that. Well, you know what I mean. It's a computer like that's probably unconceivable to us because that's how advanced it is. The whole simulation theory thing to Even me... Even if it's just the brain of a god. Oh, yeah, yeah. But to me, the whole simulation thing is kind of bullshit. I think that's just us projecting our own shit onto something that's greater than us. I definitely don't... I'm not on the simulation theory train. I mean, it's definitely a possibility. But, like... I don't know. There's something deeper to this. Our soul goes somewhere. We're not just going back to a motherboard. You know, it would like be weird if this was a simulation. I believe more in the eleven dimensions than I would simulation theory. Oh yeah, well the eleven dimensions is a widely accepted thing. Too. And I mean, like that being a part of like our roles and steps and where we go throughout this existence. When you say eleven dimensions, are you talking about string theory? Uh, yeah, kind of. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought so. Because, because string, string theory, theory and then Buddhism, real traditional values, they talk about the 14 levels of reincarnation, so I think they might have something to do with each other, just like theory. I'm not like full-on well practicing Buddhist, or I'm not like a scientist either, you know? Like this, yeah. this whole show is like philosophy and theory, so please don't get on us telling us that we suck and are stupid because we know we are, all right? <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're here, to let y'all enjoy the stupidity. <laughs> Can I have I a, a level of a, of a spirit? Yeah. What? Go for it, dude. Oh, yes. Ooh. Can you all talk while I use the bathroom? Oh, yeah. You're good. Oh, so, yeah. My bad. I'm going to go out and use this one so I don't got to walk past that. Good idea, bub. Oh. All we'll right. just cut and come right back. No, no I want to talk to you on air. Okay. Ooh, Ooh me and Eric, solo They're time. Talk about me. Yeah, let's talk shit about Tristan while he's gone. Talk about how, talk about how small a shrimp is. Let's go. It's very small, baby. Very small, very nice. I'm oh, very yes. I'm sad about it. Yay. <laughs> hey, so uh, what do you think about... Uh, did I tell you about... I want one of my first guests... I mean, hopefully I'll get Jack. But then, like, next one, did I tell you about the internet video dude? I know I've showed you one of his videos before. Yo, Jay Grizz. I'm trying to get him on the show, like, within the next couple weeks. What's his deal? Uh, He makes, like, funny videos and stuff. He's really 
freaking hilarious. I'll show you some videos after this. Like you might remember me showing you one before or something. But he he's funny. Uh, I went to high school with him. There's another music artist that I want to try to get on, uh, named Okari. He we went to school together in high school, and now he's starting to take off in music. So oh, yeah. I'm I'm seeing if I can get him on within the next month. Uh, Yo J Grizz said he wanted to do it sooner than later. So like. Maybe even like first week of November might be hey, man. an ideal for that. My door's always open for you guys. I'm gonna probably start working from home. Yeah. So what's that? Gonna, what's up with that? I gotta find a, a gig first, but I mean, oh, okay. I, I thought you meant like you already have one in line. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I actually do have a couple things in mind and in line, but I gotta get hired. But yeah, I got. Got everything I need for a home office, and and to actually I have a laptop and everything, and everything I would need so that we could run a pod while I work. What? Yeah. That's tight. So, dude. Uh, so there was something else I wanted to bring up, but I forgot. So let's just talk some shit until Tristan gets back about uh, how small a shrimp is. <laughs> oh, shrimpy boy. All righty, Tristan, back. I have a baby bladder and I drink so much water. Chronic dry mouth. Can I smell your hand? <laughs> It'll only smell like Did ball sweat. I came here I after I worked. I sanitized a little. I don't like that. Don't sanitize. You need them biomes, bro. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> you need your cocking ball biomes on your hands. My legs are infected and about to fall we're off. It's just natural biome, bro. Yeah. We're the opposite of progressives. We're regressives. Sometimes I eat dirt just because I think it makes me strong. <laughs> I used to eat dirt as a kid. I remember being three and like, it's like one of my earliest memories is seeing a pile of dirt and running over to it and you grab it. My mom knocks it me over and dirt out Come on, mom. I remember one time, like one of my earliest memories, I, we, I used to play with army men all the time. Me little army dudes. And I chewed one of their heads off because I didn't like him. He was, he, loved, he was a bad guy and I was trying to make him scary, right? I loved getting the big containers of like a thousand army men, dude. Right, that was right. And just make a battle zone. Yeah. Right? I, I melted a bunch of them with gasoline. I've done that too. <laughs> but I was like four maybe. I chewed this thing's head off because I wanted to make it look scary. And then I was like, I'm about to hide this thing in my nose because I know they're not gonna let me have this. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're not gonna. I know they're not gonna let me have this little head, but I thought it was cool. I was gonna put it on my dresser, so I put it in my nose and I take a deep breath. I didn't know you could snort things and just like straight shot into my nose. I was like, "Well, Whoa. this is death early on in life." <laughs> I don't know. I've been thinking about death I my whole life. I made it. Four I can't stop. Years. I can't right. stop. Can't stop, won't stop. And then I coughed, and a little head came out of my throat, and I realized I had a, I had a party trick. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Dave and Blaine, go get me a garter snake and stick it through my nose holes. Dude, I can't do that. I used to do that with spaghetti all the time. I'd stick it through my nose and pull it out my mouth. Like, I like fuck with people. Yeah, I used to do that all the time. I did that. I did. I did that the other night, like two nights ago, to fuck with Spencer. I was making spaghetti. <laughs> it's just cocaine preparation. Yeah, I don't even like cocaine either. I've done it a couple of times. It's not, it's Dude, not for me. Uh, something else I wanted to ask you about. How's living with your brother now that you're an adult? Dude, it's fucking fantastic. I bet. I wish I could live with my brother as a roommate, dude. It'd be 
fucking so much fun. Richie's a great house guest. So much funner than being like, like not being a piece of shit. I love my family, but like being alone. Like I'd rather be hanging out with my brother in my time that I was alone. Like yeah. always. That's yeah, it's definitely so good. fucking dope. Dude. And Erica's sister lives with us too. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. one of her friends. Right. So like we got a whole communal living thing going on there. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty cool though. It's pretty cool. You got yeah. You got a lot of chill ass people to to always. That, that's There's always something going on. It's very yeah. easy to procrastinate. It never yeah. lets you get like too down on yourself whenever you have other people around too. Because I know yeah. when I'm alone, that's when I'll get down on myself. Yeah. Thinking too much. I'm a thinker. I'm an overthinker. There's, mainly. There's nothing worse than being at home on like a Tuesday night and like bored and 10, depressed 10 at night and nobody's around. I was like, well. To be honest with you, I don't really know what that's like. Hundred percent. It's good. Never had that. It's. I've never lived. It's good in moderation. Definitely. Like you definitely always need a couple hours here or there to just be by yourself, even if it's at work and you're on something. That's why I stay up late. My wife goes to bed early. Yeah. Yeah. A a little bit of alone time, decompress, be yourself. Yeah, definitely. Like really, like sit with your thoughts and think about things that had happened today, you know, or recently something that, and you could just stay in your mind for a little bit. That's definitely healthy in moderation. When I say be yourself, it's not like I'm not myself around my wife. It's well, just I'm like, definitely myself all the time. Well, so I'm not. I can't, I'm, I can't I'm, be anybody else. I'm definitely not myself all the time. I wear masks for people on purpose because of the fact that I feel like if I'm myself all the time, then I project things onto people and make them down more than I need to when really I can kind of just keep it to myself. I get what you're kinda, saying in that sense. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I can't, like, because of the fact that I am generally kind of like a nihilist, I don't really... I, I, I put on a happy face for a lot of people because I don't want to, like, harshen their mood. Even though, like, I can talk about death and how nobody matters and all this shit to the right. cows come home, and it doesn't bother my mood. And some people will get real down about that. So Definitely. <laughs> you, so, like, you, you, you definitely got to just, yeah. for me at least, I, I kind of put on yeah, shit no, about I've, that. I've almost been a nihilist all my life until the past couple months. I like uh, to call do myself you consider a, yourself a Buddhist? I consider, no. No, don't. I don't. No. But uh, you have studied before, right? Yes, yes. Uh I'm I'm very into religion in general because yeah. it seems like it's interesting as fuck. Yeah, it seems like I just started you, learning about Islam the other day and it's so interesting. Right. Dude, Muhammad and his mm-hmm. travels and what he would do, talking about going with Gabriel up to around the world and to where the what he 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 was a uh, Describing somewhere where he went that reminded me a hell of a lot of like a stellar nursery dude. And it was like, I'd never heard that story before, but I, I listened to somebody tell it. And, uh, man, that is just so crazy to think, like, he went to go talk to God. And what mostly likely what I think was a stellar nursery, if it was just a projection from his pineal gland or whatever, or, like, he actually went with, like, some type of alien spacecraft there. So a little bit more about that. Yeah. Everything that's a lot of... Just to my knowledge, a lot of what surrounds that is so you know Mecca, right? You know the the Black Rock, yeah. the big Black Rock in Mecca. That's an asteroid, huh? That's an asteroid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That came from outer they space. They have a uh, hieroglyph or geoglyphs pointing towards it, and yeah, all over Syria. Yeah, they're, not they're, Syria, um, Saudi. Well, there's that, and the geoglyphs generally have, depending on what era they came from, they have correlation to the stars themselves. Yeah, yeah, but. <clears throat> I think that's what the astral projection thing is. Like whenever you're, whenever it's, when he's saying like a still, I think he, there, there, I don't understand the correlation between Mecca and Muhammad necessarily is, is, is I guess what I'm saying. 
Okay. I don't I don't understand why that rock is so important other than the fact that it's the navel of the earth, so yeah. to speak, the center of the earth, the center right. point of the earth. So everybody prays there because that's the center of the earth. You're praying to, to the center. So, like, I'm not educated enough to really talk about Islam that much. Um, I was just really, like, pertaining to, like, that one story that I had heard. I got you. Night. But, like, I don't know the significance of the Black Rock either. I know that the significance is that it, I personally think that it hit and destroyed civilizations along with a bunch of other asteroids around 12,800 years ago. Yeah. According to recent and old science. Uh-huh. It's just... Do you know anything about archaeology? I know that's a little bit off topic. Um, I just like to watch a lot of like uh, pyramid stuff, honestly, and like stuff like that. Digging up ancient tombs, the the temple in India, which I still don't remember the name of. We talked about it last I week. Know, I know, I know which one you're talking uh, about. Where they found the emerald tablet. Yeah, like uh, we were talking about ancient uh, structures. Yeah, we were so talking about Quebecly ancient, ancient structures uh, the other day. Machu Picchu. You ever heard of Machu Picchu? Yeah, that's I watched something crazy. on that last night actually. Yeah, Mesopotamia. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, Mesopotamia um, gets real. The Epic of Gilgamesh. Yeah, the Epic of Gilgamesh. Uh, pretty Gil- much, pretty much how our solar system came to be, what it is, if you take it in a symbolic sense. Possibly, yeah. That's crazy, dude. But I think... Um, I mean, it, like, totally explains the moon and how it got there and, like, uh, how our planet was, like, a block of, like, water ice and then it got sent because it got hit by an asteroid and then... Like, it's closer to the sun to where it could, like, create life and all that. And then, like, from that asteroid, a big, like, gravity field of, like, rocks was outside of the Earth and, like, attached onto the half of the Earth that got obliterated and, like, created, or not the half of the Earth, but a piece of the Earth that got quarter, obliterated. About a quarter. Dude, it's intense. If you've never heard about the Epic of Gilgamesh, go look that up. You will be, I'm sure, if you're interested in any type of old stories about how things came to be and like early civilizations you will be interested by that for well, sure shit your pants and playing it it's <laughs> good stuff no um, matter what religion you believe in it's well, old I, stories older than christianity or islam i brought up archaeology because of the fact that it seems as if archaeology is almost conspiratorial in the hiding of factual knowledge from the prehistoric times mm-hmm. which it seems like they're suppressing a civilization of like antiquity uh, before the Egyptians, before any of these things uh-huh. that got wiped out by a meteor in about 12,800 years ago. And this is all denied by ar- archaeology, Egyptologists, all this shit. But then, yeah. you know, sciences, real sciences, not archaeology, not carbon dating, not these things. Uh-huh. Like, they can actually see that there are like, Nano crystal. Have you ever heard of a nano diamond? No, I haven't. Whenever I know large, nano is super small. Yes, yes. Whenever large explosions happen, like large, like more nukes than we have right now, large. Yeah, like planetary collision type explosions. Yeah, the only times that we've ever been able to actually see them is where we've known that meteorites have hit, mm-hmm. or where we think that the big meteor hit that killed all the dinosaurs. Right. Lo- those are the only places that we've been able to find them, other so. than the places. Where geologists, people who actually study rocks yeah. and what rocks are, like people who actually study stone that all the shit is made out of instead uh-huh. of archaeologists who just study art- artifacts, artifacts and shit like that. Yeah. They found nanocrystals in 
are nano diamonds in all of these different spots all over the world in pretty much every continent. Yeah. Pointing to that the earth was hit by a meteor or a, a comet rather about 12,800 years ago and it wiped out civilization as we know it. Yeah. And the only ones that survived were like people that would be on islands right now, like right. uncontacted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So everything goes back a couple thousand years and then we forget that it was a thing. And now we have all these legends of gods when really they're just legends of people that had mm-hmm. technology like we have now. Well, yeah. uh, that goes back what we were talking last, about last, last week. Yeah. Episode, the travelers, you see these glyphs where these beings bring into civilizations all around the world. Uh, Gobekli Tepe, uh, Oh, the, 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 the people the, the, the people who settled. Yeah. The, the people who were settling every, a- everything. After 12,800 years ago, uh, when the, um, you know, society started popping up again. Like quit the They alluded to these beings that carried these boxes with handles. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, like uh, uh, Osiris and quit the Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> those, those guys. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and actually, there's similarities between Osiris and Jesus and Quetzalcoatl. And Poseidon. Huh, and Poseidon. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's crazy because most people assume that Jesus is a real person, and he very well might be. But also, he could just be a myth, a legend from the antiquity of before times that he looks very similar, and a lot of the things that he did were already myth in the time that he was supposed to have lived. So unless he was just recreating what Osiris or Quetzalcoatl or any of these people had done, then it's kind of weird that there's a story, mm-hmm. you know, 10,000 years before Jesus was alive. Yeah. That is very similar. Yeah, I know that similar same story definitely goes back into like every major religion since even like pagan times. The same with Moses. Mm-hmm. And that goes to like Judaism and that's like the oldest. Judaism is the oldest religion. Really? Correct? Well, no, I believe Buddhism actually is. But huh? yeah, I didn't know that. But Buddhism goes back a long. Well, I mean, I thought I Buddhism was like 700 BC. No, when Buddha was around. Well, because his dad was. I guess crunk, Buddhism as a thing. I guess Buddhism as a thing. Yeah, before that, it was Tao. Oh yeah, no, but I, I mean, didn't it's think all the Tao. same shit. It just became Buddhism because he figured it out better. Yeah, because Tao was so strict. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tao, Tao was, is Tao more was like, like uh, shave your head, go to the mountains, don't eat, work out every day for nine hours, fucking uh, sleep say, for ten hours, and I'd then say, meditate for the rest. Yeah, that's the Taoism only way to achieve is, enlightenment. And Buddhism was kind of like, well, I tried that and it didn't work, and then I meditated under a tree for a while and I figured some things out. Mm-hmm. That's how he became enlightened by figuring out that that wasn't the way necessarily. So Buddha was huh. Tao. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he was Tao for a long time. He actually um, meditated in on a rock, on a rock in a Tao um, like temple for three years, and then he was like, "Well, that fucking sucked." Yeah, and I didn't even <laughs> achieve enlightenment. And I then couldn't he believe it. Like left the temple, he uh. walked around for like two years, and then he found a tree. He's like, "I'm gonna sit here." I definitely heard about his story where he walked around and saw the world because his family kept him so sheltered because he was next in line to be emperor of. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it China? Mm-hmm. What was China? The, Ooh, the dynasty whatever that it was. controlled it at the time. Um, but he was next in line, and then he went out and saw the suffering in the world on his uh, travels. And then that's when he wanted to be a spiritual leader in the sense of like uh, helping people end their suffering. Did he even want to be a spiritual leader? I don't think he called it that, but like he knew that he had a following and wanted to help people. So yeah. like that's a spiritual leader. He's oh, yeah. almost like a... <laughs> 
I always thought that he just like I don't know. I feel like if you go into something looking for something, uh-huh. especially in Buddhism, yeah. then you're never gonna find it. The whole point of Buddhism, especially like Zen Buddhism, which is yeah. kind of like an off branch of Buddhism, but nonetheless my favorite one. What is what is that? Go into that. <coughs> Zen, uh, Zen is kind of like none of it really matters. It's it's kind of like the nihilism. Nihilism. Yeah, yeah, kind of, but like in a good way. Uh, so well, I mean, that's what Buddhism is, is almost nihilism, but in the most positive way, I, th- yeah, I think. Yeah, so like Buddhism is basically trying to Zen Buddhism is the act of trying to stay meditating all the time. Oh, okay, to where in the back of your head, there's always that clear space of just yeah. you with nothing else, not your emotion, mm, not anything. I like that. Yeah. yeah, and, and it, 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 it's good to get to. And like I'm not there. That's what they call enlightenment to some extent. Mm-hmm. And usually those types of people can perform miracles, which is really weird because it can be scientifically proven to some extent. There's been like people who can control the temperatures of their hands in different spots yeah. and control the different like the whole temperature of their body, raise yeah. it, lower it. And those are people that they would Just say have their cha- chakras mastered. Yeah, 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 stuff like that. And then other people who didn't care to go and try to prove it because why would you if you were truly enlightened? Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I get but that. That's probably Buddha's whole idea about all it. All these different influences together, and 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 really segregate out like from each different of these religions and and theories and mechanisms. When we when we really have this shit figured out, I think well, that's true enlightenment. Like that. One-ism. Yeah, it's going to be more than just within the individual spirit because we're all the same, you know, we're all in the universe experiencing itself, blah, blah. That would be the um, singularity. You think that would be, see, and I was actually going to get to that point because that would, singularity would be influenced by technology, but technology is human. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. That's why I feel like I have these weird, um, uh, these weird effects from technology whenever I'm on psychedelics. Yeah, I can see that that for sure. It's like, uh, technology is our children almost. Yeah, it's definitely our creations. (laughs) I I feel like technology is a vastly uninformed thing that we don't know much about and we're kind of just blasting things into our cranium at all times and any time that you can get away from it and just chill mm-hmm. with yourself for a little bit life is always better yeah get back to the basics for sure yeah and that's why not, i like to put even, the phone down for days at a time and it's not even like get back to the basics it's kind of like maybe we should have stayed with this you guys base, like base reality this, yeah. yeah like all of this shit's super cool but like couldn't we have co-mingled a little better couldn't we get like go back revert recock Type shit. Like yeah, maybe the said, asteroid should hit. Fuck. You said it was all <laughs> back to the basics. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never forget being on shrooms one day <laughs> and walking to a speedway with my buddy Chris Brown. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, all right, I gotta keep my shit together. I'm gonna try to keep this hidden. But he goes in there and he's just blasted. And he says to the convenience store clerk, Is he tripping too? The clerk? No, Chris Brown. Chris, oh, yeah, he's tripping dick. I'm tripping dick. <laughs> I'm sitting there like I've kept the secret. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he comes crashing in there, and he tells the clerk, we're on shrooms. And I'll never <laughs> fucking forget how hard it hit me when the clerk was just like, well, it's back to the basics now, boys. <laughs> 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 I'm like, Whoa. 
You hit Holy the next level shit. of your peak. <laughs> I did not expect I feel like that. large quantities of mushrooms put you back to the basics, but small For quantities sure. of mushrooms put you at a hyperhuman level where you're kind of an interdimensional being. Cognitively, definitely. Yeah, dude, like I microdosed for like three months and I gained like five IQ points, I swear to God. <laughs> like, dude, there are so many microdosing haters out there. Like, you really don't think about it until you get on like a comment board or something of somebody's really? microdose post. And there's like at least 10 dudes in every microdose post. That are talking about, oh, you just can't wait to, or you just can't not trip on a weekday, or like you can't wait till the weekend to trip. Like, that's their number one argument. I'm like, dude, if you're really using psychedelics and you're looking at people like that and looking down on people like a higher person or something just because you don't trip on a weekday. I feel like generally, if you go like, to the comments, you go for fighting. Yeah, true, yeah, yeah, true, yeah, true. I, mean, like, I shouldn't anybody, base anything any, off internet comments. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, anybody yeah. who has the the gumption and the time to go post something, it's generally negative. But if he was happy, they just agree with it, like it, yeah. and keep scrolling. Like at least with me, that's how it is. It's like but, digging through the trash and finding something nasty and being like, oh, it's gross. <laughs> 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 that might be the best analogy I've heard yet. But I guess the. Uh, there is like a few real life instances where somebody will like be like, "Oh, you microdose," and like uh, they'll just like look at me kind of sideways for it. Like the microdosing stigma might just be the same thing as like the psychedelic stigma. Honestly, I, I, I think it probably is. People don't really know what it is or what it does. They've maybe never done it, and right. there's always been a stigma around it. They're like, yeah. "You're doing what? Hard drugs on the daily? You're just doing small amounts, and you <laughs> yeah. think it's okay? Hard drugs? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but generally, people. <laughs> yeah, who no, don't I know. Everyone like, thinks it's a hard drug, yeah. and it's it's not. Like I said earlier, it's not a drug in my. I mean, it's it, a hard in drug in the fact. I think the fact that the, I don't want to drive on the psychedelic. Well, no. You oh, shouldn't drive on alcohol either. Do you call that a hard no. drug, though? Uh, he says he does, but... Well, I like, want to. It's a bad idea, but I want to. It is, It is like, I have done it once before on accident, and it is such I, a good time. I mean, I if you're at a safe once, level, then no, it's fine. No, I was not at a safe level. But and if it was you're the, peaking, no. Do well, not even think oh, no, about no, touching no, your keys. Don't do it, but <laughs> it is a fucking fun time. Don't ever... Like, you will die. I'm amazed <laughs> that I'm alive. <laughs> Every time I drove on acid... I'm morbidly dumb, remember? Yeah. <laughs> I would see a cop and I would be like, look, cop. In my mind, I would be like, look, cop. I know I'm driving straight. I'm perfectly fine. My tags are good and I got insurance and you can't pull me over right now. I just really wish you would. <laughs> I don't want to drive anymore. I know, I know you know something's wrong with me. Just let's go on and get this over with, please. Right. Take me to jail. You just don't want to be behind the wheel that bad. It's, it's, I always feel like you should be able to notice you're a bad cop. Like if a cop sees me, I uh, just like walk past and he doesn't notice. I feel like I see people all the time, random well, ass people. And I can always tell when somebody's on drugs. Even if they're just smoking a little bit of weed, I can usually yeah. tell. It's, yeah. it, it's in the way they walk. Really? And the way they, they move their legs. And just and body language. Just body stuff. language in general. You know what I mean? People kind of have more of a like an upbeat. I definitely have a I definitely have a body body thing going on all the time with me where you can tell what kind of mood I'm in or anything. Mm -hmm. You know? Most people do. Most people don't realize that they do, but most people do have a body language. And that's even like why some people are less likable than other people, because they have like standoffish body a language. Nasty body language yeah, yeah, all the and, time. And yeah. you're like you, you subconsciously notice these things yeah. and like you don't even know why you don't like that person. You just don't like them because you're they brain, give off that vibe. Well yeah, there's like yeah. four categories that you can get put in. Like your monkey brain is the first thing that reacts when they see a person. Uh -huh. And there's four categories. You can fuck them, you can bite them. They can be your friend, or they can be 
Um, some holidays don't matter. Some negative. No, no, no. It's just literally they're literally nothing because like most. Well, you gotta people, have a fifth then because there are some people that you look at and you're like, man, I fucking hate that person. Well, yeah, that foe. That's what I mean. Oh, you like, said foe. Yeah, my yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. You, you can you get like it's either Fight them, yeah, yeah, yeah duh, a lover, duh. a fighter, uh, a friend, yeah. or like they just don't matter. Because ninety percent uh-huh. of all people, like ninety five probably of all people that you see, yeah, you won't even talk to. Right. So they just get put into a category of not. Especially if you're in a city. Well, yeah, because think about if you cared about everybody that you walked by, like how bad life would be. Your brain can't operate that way. You know what no, I mean? It's an overload. Yeah, so like your brain puts people in categories pretty quickly mm-hmm. before you even foe. do. Well, yeah, before you even do. You, you, you know what I mean? A friend or foe with fees. <laughs> new episode. <laughs> I feel like new podcast. Fat, fat, ugly dudes and folk. We're just going to start having. You remember how last week you said there's people that you just, that you just drop? So like we'll start having those people on and we'll be like. Friend or foe with fees. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a new, new little segment we can do. We're just clicking through like Tinder, like foe, foe, fuck, friend. Right. You know what I'm saying? Within four minutes, you'll realize who the foe is in the room. Or we could just bring in like questionable characters, ca- characters that you're on the fence about. You've already done that. Friend or foe with fees. They, they just stand on a platform and we're like, Oh, get the fuck out of here. You've already brought a questionable human into the room, and we'll I'm right here. We'll bring the chick back that walked out in disgrace. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that is. I don't get it. Oh. I didn't see that one. Well, yeah, because it's not public, but I'll show you later. It's pretty ah, great. It's pretty see. great. All right, let's uh switch it up a little. So let's let's go into your 2068 meteor talk. Let's go ahead and bring that one up. Okay. So so tell us what you what you read first. Yesterday, I was reading from Nat Geo, uh-huh. which is a reputable site. Very and, reputable. At least in what I've seen, they used to put the truth out. It's not like clickbaity shit. Yeah, they're probably not bought by the politics and capitalists. So they might be. They might I, f- be. I feel like there's always are, a chance. Anybody like they, who's up in that top tier of something, there's always a chance. Well, I feel like they all are. They're, yeah. they're all slimy at the top, but like generally, they put out facts because they're not touching on political shit. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. They have no affiliation. Right, right. Like why, why choose if you don't have to? Right. right. Um, but I was reading on there that. Well, I feel clearly, like if they have Graham Hancock on there, they they aren't really. Well, this wasn't from Graham Hancock. Oh, okay. I, I've just been reading a whole lot of Graham Hancock books lately. But he's a super. Oh my bad. Earlier, dude. earlier, I thought I like I might have just tied those together. You, you, they you may have. They weren't well, together. Well, well, see, that's the thing. Since 1995, he's been saying that that's what all of these ancient civilizations were pointing to. Right. With the pyramids, with Mesopotamia, with yeah. all of these things, were pointing to that. The Earth was going to end between 1960 and 1940, or at mm-hmm. least a new another comet was going to hit. Right. And no comets hit. Well, no comets have hit, but it's not 2040 yet. Oh, However, thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the summer and the winter equinox, June, uh-huh. December, right? The Earth passes through the most dense part of an asteroid belt uh-huh. every year. So if we're going to get hit by a meteor, it's going to be right around there. That's where December comes from in the Mayan calendars. Okay. Because yeah, it's December twenty first, it's like a major twenty second. Even it's a major date across like anything. Well, well, okay, even so like there's like a big spiritual shift in energy that's supposed to happen this year on December twenty second. Yeah, well, the summer equinox or the winter uh-huh. equinox, or the winter solstice, I guess is what right. it would be, is December twenty first when the sun dies on the crux mm-hmm. for that's three days. Is. That's what and then it's resurrected. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. There, like there's similarities Does between that all stories. Sh- sound familiar, anybody? Okay, but the whole idea behind it is that all of these stories are messages from mm-hmm. a civilization of antiquity 
before civilized before they get hit by a meteor. Right. Trying to give us a message. Yeah. Trying to give a worthy enough people a message that you're gonna get fucked up again. Mm-hmm. Now, within the last two days, yesterday is when I was reading the article that they've seen a meteor that is on an impact course for Earth mm-hmm. in twenty sixty eight. True. And it's twelve kilometers long. That would wipe out everything on the face of the earth. Those ancient civilizations weren't very far off. They weren't very far off. And also, I it could definitely be something that we can't see because all of the ancient texts from those civilizations, specifically Egypt and like the um, the people before the Incas. The South Americans, yeah. Well, yeah. So like there was Incas and we know they were about a thousand years ago. But and the then, people who built the structures down there. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, they built over a lot of shit. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, everybody says that the Incans built all of the shit in South America, when in reality, it seems as if they've built over two civilizations of shit. Like, one civilization yeah. built over an even further back one. But it seems like all of it points to that the world is going to end in the dawning of the age of Aquarius, which started in 1960. That's why you hear that song. You know what I mean? I thought Aquarius started before Jesus was uh, around. Like, no. right when Jesus was supposed to be born, that's when the age of Aquarius I'm, started. I'm about to blow your mind. That's when the age of Pisces started. What's no, the, no, no. Yeah, that's right. What's, Pisces. What's, what's the sign for Pisces? What's the sign it's a for fish. Pisces? I know. It's, that's it's why everyone Christian has the fish on the back of their cards because oh, we're yeah. in the age of uh, Pisces. Yeah. I had Aquarius and uh, Aquarius mixed up. Okay. So I know that as of like. I saw it. I read that it was 2150 is whenever the age of the Aquarius started. No, the age of Aquarius has already started, indeed. When, when was that? In, in the early 60s. Like, the song really? The Dawning of the Age of Aquarius was because we were in the dawning of a new time. So a people were still putting the fishes on their car and shit, even though we weren't in that age of time Well, yeah, no because more. it's associated with Jesus. It well, has yeah, nothing to do. That. Yeah, but they just don't realize that Jesus really is a paganistic thing. Yeah. And it's just been modified and by... Catholicism and uh-huh. the church oh, and Catholicism ran everything. They were the government of yeah. the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? They you probably can't, still you can't are. Treat them like, they yeah. probably still are. But that's what I'm saying. You can't treat them like just religion because of the fact that they literally ran the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> our, they, our entire family is Catholic. and I'll mm-hmm. never forget one Easter telling somebody, uh, a family member, the you know tradition of Ishtar, you know, that it's, it's, Spring, it's fertile. That's why you have the the bunny that lays mm-hmm. eggs and so forth. It, this is you know it's all a, a fertility spring celebration yeah. for fertility, and and um, the goddess, pagan goddess of Eshtar. And I'll never forget my very Catholic aunt overhearing all this stuff and horror and like, no, this is this is Jesus's rebirth, and I'm like, rebirth, kind of like a birth, kind of like fertility. And she was like, ah, yeah. She thought you were a uh, Satan worshiper after uh, that. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, no, that's what it really is. And she's like, you're crazy. And like, I'm not hating on Christianity at all. Uh, like, there's a lot of good meaning and symbolism oh, yeah. in it. Like, that's what I think the Bible is best for is symbolism. I think, unfortunately, it doesn't. And change morales. People. I think, unfortunately, it doesn't change people. No, well, it makes shitty people shittier. It your makes, monkey brain's still ruled by greed and want. It makes good <laughs> people in a bad way better, but it makes bad people in a bad way worse. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It just yeah. gives them the appearance of being good when really deep down they're still seedy and dirty, and they still act that way. They just hide it. 
And it's a good front for the rest of the population. Oh, yeah. And it's most a, likely it's a, it's also a whole, sheep. <laughs> it's a whole lot easier to run the world when yeah. really you're telling everybody that you're just trying to bring them to Jesus. Dude, I saw this one. Trying to save their eternal soul. I saw this <laughs> one theory where, like, it was, like, aliens had spread out Christianity so far and, like, made, wanted everybody to believe it so that, like, they could keep feeding off the interdimensional energy type thing that we put off from it because we aren't in tune with spirituality. I mean, that's just, like... Crazy bullshit, bullshit seen, talk. But like, dude, there, your emotion has an energy. You're oh yeah, putting does. off something whenever you're happy, sad, angry, frustrated. You know, I, I'd say probably negative emotions probably put off more energy, in my opinion. But like, I don't know. Some of my highs and are just as high as some of my lows are low. Oh yeah, for sure. And there's energy circulating. There's something happening that we can't. Um, conceive almost, and that's why we label them as emotions, you know? You want to hear a theory that's an offshoot of that? Of course. Probably no human has ever heard other than me, (laughs) but I made it up. Exclusive. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we know that electrons can affect each other over vast distances. The the furthest that we've seen is in space, we isolated an electron and we changed its rotation on Earth. The correlated paired electron, the quantumly entangled electron, yeah. without hesitation, also changed directions, right? So there's something invisible there that they're communicating. We don't know right. how they're communicating. What is your brain but electrons firing? Your brain is literally just electrons firing. It's yeah. electromagnetic shit in your head firing to make Pulses, you... Yeah. yeah. It's just electricity. And yeah, all, it's, yeah. And yeah it's, well, it's just electricity. And all electricity is is a bunch of electrons. It's fucking... Movement. Yeah, it's just movement of electrons from movement one thing into another. Yeah. yeah. And if your brain is creating electricity, then it's obviously moving around the particles and converting and doing all these things as well. But what we don't realize is that what if... When we have, you know how thoughts are kind of like, you might have an idea and then over the next two months, seems like everybody's starting to catch on, even though you haven't said shit about it. Yeah. And you, you know what I mean? I feel like that's because the shit that we think in our head is contagious as fuck. It's like a Wi-Fi signal. Well, yeah, it's like a Wi-Fi signal only in the effect that my brain chemistry can change your brain chemistry. We know that because I can talk to you and change your emotions. Right. But also, I feel like my thoughts, if I have a thought, I can plant it in your head and it can blossom, right? Mm. But I also, I feel like if I have a thought and I'm manipulating electrons in my head, then it's very, very feasible that that causes a chain reaction in the immediate area. You know, mm-hmm. we, we did. You know what I mean? Like, even yeah. going back to Tesla, that, that's what he was doing with the free energy shit with right. the electricity in the air. That's what he was doing. He was manipulating electrons in such a way that there was, you know, elect- electricity potential in the air. Right. It's the same thought, basically, only it's the electricity potential that we create in our head. And I think it's very possible that whenever I start thinking a different way, the people around me do as well, even if I don't say anything. And it's something that you can't control other than trying to control your own thoughts, which is a very hard thing to do. You can't conceive that thought either of how that happens. We did an experiment on this already. Oh, yeah. You and I did. Mm -hmm. Second time we ever tripped, we recorded. Oh, that's like some remote viewing type. Well, we, yeah. we recorded like 40 minutes of audio of a deep conversation that we were all having while on LSD. And then we replayed it. And it was just us laughing. That is. But everybody knows that was in that room that there was a conversation. Yeah. Uh, but you play back the recording and there is no 
nothing but laughter. You sound like monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then somebody would like burp or something, they everybody would break. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was rough sounding, but it was dope when it was happening. But we definitely were talking about some shit. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know what we were talking about. I think mainly I, we were just talking about like how much we could conceive of that we couldn't before. Yeah, and <laughs> shit like that. Uh, Erica and her time loop. That's actually and a really cool thought experiment. <clears throat> yeah. Dude, like how much you can conceive now compared to when you could uh, five years ago, 10 oh, years ago, 15, oh, 20 years ago? Yeah. I feel like every drug I do kind of opens a door. Some, some of the doors are good, some of the doors are bad. I don't even feel like it's that because I might change more... After an acid trip than during an acid trip, I will like maybe change more two weeks after an acid trip is what I'm saying. Then, but you carved out a new neurological pathway and you started and to I, follow it. I believe that, yeah, it shows you different ways for sure. Psychedelics cool. in general, it's factual. We can see that, like, since psychedelics are being tested upon now, right? They have put people in brain imaging machines while they've been on psychedelics and we can see mushrooms. there are different I yeah, well, LSD and, and mushrooms. I know psilocybin has definitely created new pathways for people. They, it's the they same, talk about it's that a lot in the job, John Hopkins it's study. Well, different parts of the brain talk when that don't uh, normally talk. Right. Psilocybin is the best for their growth of new pathways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, and, and, and that's all, like, that's the reason that it's so good for addiction and things like that because all addiction is is a very, very carved out neurological pathway yeah. that's helped along by chemicals. Mm-hmm. And if you take away the chemicals and you recarve a new pathway, then it's not that hard to kick it. Mm-hmm. That's why John Johns Hopkins did a study where they treated uh, alcoholics with psilocybin and for the short term, more than 80% were able to quit for a couple of weeks. And in the long term, 40% were able to abstain for several months. I, I saw one from, who is it that is doing all of the main studies? It's not John Hopkins. It's, I think it's somewhere in Denver or Oregon. Yeah, it is in Denver, but I'm trying to think of what the I name mean, of it yeah, is. I know in Oregon they're doing a lot of studies with it now, too. We have it's decriminalized, and yeah. it's widely kind of just done. And it grows wild everywhere in Oregon, you know what because I mean? Because of that rainforest. Well, it's, yeah. It's the North like, American rainforest. It's really hard to make something illegal when, like, it's just in people's backyards. Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to go arrest them if, if they can't, but they, they don't know my college? They illegal, and it's in your brain right now. Yeah. That's true. Everybody's, Everybody's holding. holding. <laughs> <Jinx>. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. But DM, I feel like DMT is only illegal if you're stupid. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we well, get, most things are only illegal if you're stupid. Well, no, but like, I'm you saying, I'm caught, saying, if, matter, I'm yeah. saying, if you get pulled over with some DMT, most cops aren't gonna know what the fuck it is. They're gonna be think it's coke or something like that. But it's gonna be yellow. Just like, they're not gonna know what it is. Same with LSD uh-huh. or. They they know what mushrooms are for sure. A lot of times, if you do the right things with LSD, they don't like. It's very hard to find out. It's just paper. It's, yeah. it's odorless. It's the easiest one to hide for sure. Yeah. Maybe you should get like one of those vacation bottles that you see in the little cheap surf shops along everywhere in the, on the U.S. coastline, mm-hmm. and empty it out and put like <laughs> cocaine and DMT in there. You could. I wouldn't want to mix my cocaine and DMT. I feel like I would get to meet all the gods. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't like cocaine. Yeah, I'm saying cocaine or DMT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got you. I was just making it funny. Cocaine. What do you by, think about cocaine? Uh, I didn't like it. I did it at a strip club, 
Yeah, it's like the only place you can find right. cocaine anymore. Well, no, like I can. Al- is it, that's I the bad thing. I can always find. That's what I'm saying. Like I can always find cocaine. It seems to be the easiest thing to find. Really? Oh yeah. I can't. I, I like, don't look for it at all. So I feel like I have at least four people right now that can call me like, "Hey, you know where I can get some coke?" And they'd be like, "Yeah, I got you, bro." Well, that's <laughs> true. I, I guess I do have a couple of those people too. It's, it's not that hard to find, but right. like I don't know. It kind of mm-hmm. made me like jittery. A little bit, and then like I had fast thoughts, but mm-hmm. mainly my throat was just kind of drippy. I was definitely jittery, but uh, face was a little numb. I don't know. Other like, than that, I it didn't more, do anything for me. I get more me. out of pot, bro. Like, yeah, definitely. I get way more out of pot. I did. I did it once. I uh, ruin your life for a numb face when you get smoke some pot and question the universe. Yeah. <laughs> I did it once. I actually went through a really dark phase afterwards. No, <laughs> <laughs> I did it one day. I did like a gram or two. Like several hours, uh-huh. skated my brains out. Was oh, that would be fun, worried. I bet. Yeah, because you would be like, "Fuck that pain." It's the activity that <laughs> I shouldn't have been at a strip club, just sitting still. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I, I was skateboarding and, and constantly worried about having a heart attack, and that's about it. <laughs> like you know, just like like this is gonna kill me. <laughs> Fucking speaking of heart attacks, it'd be more likely for meth, probably. When we were doing, when I said that we tripped about a month ago, uh-huh. me and my roommate Max, mm-hmm. he full on thought that he was having a heart attack for nice. about 30 minutes. Yeah, I guess I could see that. Is he like not an experienced? No, no. He's done plenty of drugs. Like he is, he has health problems anyway. It's like he was born without a thyroid. He's got real bad carpal tunnel in his hands and he's got like weight problems or well, he had weight problems. He's actually lost a lot of weight. Yeah. Yeah. But he didn't look too, uh, morbidly. Yeah, well, whenever, <laughs> whenever he got there, he That's was the word of the day. He's lost about 40 pounds since he moved in. So, I mean, really? he's doing good, but like, I didn't notice the, the change. Yeah. I know I met him whenever you guys first moved in and then, uh, I saw him recently. It was all, in the, it was all in the gut. Really? It was all in the gut. Well, good for Max. Yeah. But, for like he like he went to go get us some water. We were sitting by a fire. We just sit by a fire, bullshitting. It was raining a little bit. It was good. Rain and fire, good. Can I cut you off real quick? Yeah. Fire while while on a psychedelic experience is like the best, isn't it? Oh, like yeah. just sitting oh, there yeah. watching, dances. hanging out, yeah, dude. It's yeah, it dances. It's alive yeah. in a way. Yeah, it's fantastic. There's definitely something to it. Yeah. But we were just sitting out there in the backyard and like he went to go get water. So I was like, I'm gonna fuck with him hard and I climbed a tree. <laughs> I climbed the tree and I was hiding like I was a good 15 feet off the ground in the tree. <laughs> I was just hiding up there watching the fire, trying to figure out which branch was more comfortable. Yeah. It seemed like some of them were squishy and some of them were real hard. I don't know. It was the drugs <laughs> for sure, but some of them were, were great. Some of them felt like, <laughs> some of them felt like fucking mattresses. <laughs> but I finally got to a comfortable one. I was like just laying up there watching the fire from like way up. <laughs> Whoa, and, this branch is way easy. Well, yeah, and he was going for like 10 or 15 minutes. So like he comes out and he's like holding his chest and he's only got one glass of water. And I was oh, like, oh, no. shit, he should have brought me water. <laughs> oh, no, man. So, like, I, so like, I get down, he's like, I think, I don't know, my my, my arm hurts, my fucking chest hurts, I don't know, I'm, just, I'm probably just tripping out. I'm <laughs> like, wait, hold on, wait, your arm and your chest hurts? And I was like, what do you mean your arm? He's like, I feel like there's like an elephant sitting on my chest and my left arm's throbbing real bad. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that sounds like you're having a heart attack. And that was the mistake. Because once I put it out there, it was fact. <laughs> he was like, oh. Yep, I am. I'm oh, going. yeah. For like the next 30 <laughs> minutes, like cut to 10 minutes later, we're walking back, trying to find our way, like looking for the keys. Yeah. And he's like, are you Shit. good to drive? And I'm like, oh, no. But we will get there, my friend. Nobody wants to go to a hospital in the middle Dude, of the Dude, I know. We were tripping out. And then like, we came inside. We were about to go to the car. He was like, I'm going to go and put my dog in the kennel before we go. And like, 
He went up there and laid down in a dark room. I go up there five minutes later. Yeah, I would go up there five minutes later. He's like, I was just real high, you guys. I'm sorry. (laughs) Just needed to lay down in silent darkness for a minute. Yep. It always seems to, I don't know, silent darkness is what everybody's afraid of when they die. Just absolute silent darkness forever. When you're in the middle of a psychedelic experience, dude. It's going to be cool when you die, too, because you're going to wake up in there and be like, well, it's dark, but it doesn't mean I'm not here. (laughs) Well, I don't think it's dark when you die. Oh, I think it's dark. I don't think it's dark. I the, think you're back chunga. into the energy field of where your consciousness came from, where your soul came from, and it's like just that feeling of overwhelming raw emotion and waiting energy. Respond. The chunga, the chunga. Maybe, maybe chunga waiting, to, waiting to respawn into the next dimension or reality or whatever. The chunga made me think that it was dark. I could see that. Because in, in my chunga experience, it was a little dark. But well, I think that's because it was Changa and 30 to 70% instead of 100%. Yeah, that's probably true. But I went. Plus, whenever you're on yours, did you uh, and then to hit that third one? I did, like, I think on the first one, I did three, mm-hmm. just like that. And on the second one, I did four. Nice. Yeah, because. And it was still dark on that fourth one? It was. The fourth one was where it was the darkest, which is really? weird because, like, so I went somewhere. And then there was a voice. Mm-hmm. With like the first time, I never made it to the breakthrough thing. Like I was yeah. just kind of floating around. The yeah, I never broke through on my first there, one. There was, I could hear shit talking to me. You know what I mean? But yeah. it was like it was me. Yeah, it's always me. Even like when the interdimensional things talk to me, like mm-hmm. on LSD, the, like any of this shit, it's always me. It's just like a different kind of me, the higher me. Yeah, you know what I mean? In a different form, mm-hmm. whatever lives on that realm that is me. You know? You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. But it's I. W- it said that you can come in here basically and see what this kind of stuff is about, or you can see what death is about. Because I, I've always kind of always been about death. I've always been kind of a morbid person, right? Yeah. So immediately I was like, "Well, fucking kill me then!" Like I want to see what this death is about because I know I'm not gonna die from no DMT, bro. Take me, daddy. <laughs> well, I know I'm not gonna die from no DMT. So like he was like, "All right," and it smacked me, but it was like a God smack. Yeah. <laughs> like it smacked. So my your essence s- left your physical vessel. Yeah, yeah. it smacked my soul. Out of what, see, like, I thought that when I got pulled out of my body that that was my soul. But mm-hmm. I guess it wasn't. That was just, like, I guess the astral me. Because whatever, yeah. it smacked something out of me. And then I was like, well, fuck, I'm going to go stay with that. And it was like, yeah, you better. So <laughs> so I went. Do and what I, I say, like, boy. Yeah, but it shot into this, like, dark, thick, black tar-looking shit. The ether. Yeah, it just shot into there. So, like, I go after it. And it's all dark. And it's all fucking ethery. And I get to the other side. And it's just, like. Floating absolute darkness. It's kind of like the vacuum of space. Just uh-huh. like darkness as far as the eye can see. But I can float. I can breathe. And I, I like remerge with whatever it smacked out of me. And I'm just in the darkness. I'm like, well, fuck. I didn't want to know that death was nothing. <laughs> but but I was like, okay. But that's not nothing. Because obviously I'm here. Yeah. So it's not nothing. It's absolutely everything. Because I'm absolutely everything. Yeah. Literally. Formed into just a consciousness. Right. So in the darkness, I took what I know about physics and tried to recreate the universe. And it worked until the voice came in my ear. It was like time to come back and my universe exploded. And I'm almost positive there was life on that bitch. (laughs) At least in my mind there was. (laughs) Dude, one of my uh, more recent theories, uh, looking at DMT logically instead of spiritually, because I try to do that. I try to like not lean too hard one way and try to look at it from other ways also. So like another one of my like theories about a DMT trip was like your, your pineal gland is always really sore afterwards. Do you agree? 
Do you think? I mean, you had the one changa, the two changa. No. Um, yeah, I, you, you I didn't, didn't have any soreness right there. I didn't specifically did feel you? that. I definitely you did, did yeah. all three times. And like the second time here, me and Eric did it one night. Is your pineal gland right here? It's like right there. I thought it sat right under like your amygdala, like right where your spine. I mean, it goes pretty far back. Like yeah, I thought it sit, okay, uh, so it sits like down into the cortex. There's three parts of the brain. I thought it was like there's the monkey brain, which is like your cortex, like right. your main shit that operates. It all definitely your, connects all your to your cortex. Yeah, and then there's like an offshoot that is like your pineal gland and like whatever activates when you sleep, like the neurotoxin that shoots uh -huh. into you to where you don't act out your dreams. And right. then there's your prefrontal cortex, all this shit. Uh -huh. That's where your uh, most of your pineal gland is actually located, is inside in the meat of your... Of the monkey, in, in the cortex. prefrontal cortex? Yeah. 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 And it's... I don't know anything the about... The part it. that they can't explain how we got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it kind of just grew over the last 200,000 years, and we've never seen that on any other animal yeah. ever. I blame mushrooms, but we already talked about stone date. Um, I do blame <laughs> I do blame mushrooms, and I also blame aliens. But I think that mushrooms are aliens. Mushrooms are more logical in my perspective, but at I the same time, not because space is just so vast and I think they're old one and the same. That like, it's almost impossible for there not to be like. I think mushrooms places. are aliens. Now hear me out. They're the most predominant thing on Earth, dude. They just, do. Just listen. Yeah, no, that like, makes sense. They're, they're the most know. predominant thing on Earth. The trees literally use the mycelium of the mushrooms like the internet. They they talk to each other with it. And and it's not a plant. It's way closer yeah. to a living organism like a mammal Definitely. than even anywhere near it, yep. a, a plant. So we don't actually know what it is. And, and up to a certain date, we don't even know where it came from. It's not always been here. And it's crazy to me how they communicate underground because one, <coughs> one strand, as long as it's like on the same rock that we call a continent and it's not cut off by the ocean or whatever, mm -hmm. it can communicate from Florida to Washington. Oh, yeah, no, it's connected almost telepathically. Thoroughly, yeah. It's, it definitely seems like the mo like one of the most alien things on this planet, and it's weird does. that it takes us to alien realms. I think that's just a strange correlation. Mm. You, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's a, very possible that that is an ancient... Like yeah. I think if we met aliens and we showed them mushrooms, they'd be like, hey, bro, we got some of these too. Who's yeah. fucking sending out the mushrooms? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like fucking, <laughs> fucking finding Prometheus type shit. <laughs> hey, but I was in the middle of the DMT theory. Um, so, no, you're good. I, I got off on a different track, too. Um, so, pretty much, one of my theories is that, like, it might just take you, because I noticed every time my pineal gland, like, middle of my forehead area is super sore any time afterwards. So, like, maybe it just takes us from the pineal gland into our mind through, like, a different, like, uh, like, understanding like we're in a different perspective because we're like traveling inward instead of what we think usually as right. outward because i know i definitely felt like it was outward for the longest but there's a huge possibility that it could be inward and that's where like i feel like uh on my last one i had a lot of death emotions going on and like that. how you say you like in your experience there was a lot of like death emotion type stuff going on in there so like if that's always on our mind and always in our subconscious why, do, why wouldn't we get that if we were traveling inward instead of actually outward? Ooh, right. God damn. Y'all really do be thinking about this stuff a lot. Oh, yeah. Hey, my mind, was mind so and Tristan's so next episode, we might microdose. <laughs> Y'all are really going to get some We might macrodose five grams. <laughs> I don't know about that. I can't talk once I get so You're not far. supposed to. Yeah, I, You're not supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly from your own. need to. 
you know? Yeah, yeah. No, we really, we really don't. <laughs> but I bet I could look into that camera and they'd know what I want. <laughs> they'd know what I'd be saying. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are going to feel this raw emotion flying through. Um, do you want to hear something real crazy? Of course. Okay. So, do you have an internal dialogue? Uh, Voices yeah. in your head. Yeah, that's your conscious. Yeah. yeah, but that's not a real thing. It's I, like strains. It's strains. Yeah. Okay. I, I believe you're going to mention. Yeah, Erica. Yes. Right. Yep. Yeah. I so my wife doesn't have that. Really? No. Her thoughts are connected by strings of something that she doesn't even know. She doesn't know what it is. It's just strings, and she can draw it, and it looks like the trippy realm. I know. And it's very strange that, like, since she doesn't have an internal dialogue, what she sees in her head is extremely similar to what you see in your head when you go into these realms. Really? On a normal basis. So, hold on. I need you to elaborate a bit more on... She's not the only one. It's just actually a decent size of the population. I've never yeah. heard of someone that doesn't have a voice in their head. Like, uh, you're a thought it. pattern going, like, you thinking, and then, like, portraying a voice in your head, like you would a vision Most if you were imagining. Most people don't even have just one. They have multiple based on emotions. Yeah. And some people have none. Erica has none. I mean, I believe I have more than one, and, like, I'm not just one conscious. I'm, like, a strain of, di like, a network of conscious. I have you know? Definitely, definitely. And it, it varies on, like, who has the microphone. You right. know? <laughs> That's what Zen Buddhism is, the practice of putting the microphone down every once in a while so you can realize what you are. I love that shit. I love, I love meditating so much. Well, and, and, and that's the thing. Like, it's not even meditating. So, like, generally I wear, like, a band or a ring or something like mm -hmm. that. And it's not for anything other than when I feel that thing on me, I know to go inward and just be a human for a second, just be whatever I am. Um, instead of like clear all my thoughts, clear everything out, just chill for a second. Like you instead just of wearing right your mask. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just be in the just be in the now. Because like, have you ever heard of last Thursdayism? No. It's gaining ground in the science community. Pronounce it, it again. Last Thursdayism. It's, last it's, Thursdayism. It's the theory that all things. We're created last Thursday. Yeah. That, that don't, right. that don't make sense to me. Okay. Um, it's gaining ground, but it can't be disproven. Nothing with time can be proven at all. For all intents and purposes, the past does not exist. Neither does the future. Oh, no, yeah. I, Everything I, is only, just a giant now. That's I what I was talking about earlier with right. the illusion of time is that it's not... It, it's a, I don't, I don't it's a faulty tool time is that we use. It as, works here on Earth. As far as scientists go, like th this this group, I, I like to I watch their videos. Quantum gravity research. All time affects all time, all the time. So you five minutes ago influences you ten minutes in the future, just like you ten minutes in the future influences you as a five year old child, as in you as a five year old child influences you on your deathbed. Yeah, mm -hmm. and so it's. Time, time is is it exists, but it, it's not, it's not a constant. It, it's it's everywhere. I like to think of me, whatever I am, like whatever the core aspect of a human is. Mm -hmm. I like to think of that as a fucking rocket ship. You know what I mean? And the yeah. momentum of good ship, and the momentum of good shit, as some would call good karma, mm -hmm. is what projects you forward. And Bad karma isn't projecting you backward. It's just stuttering you. So you're going to get lost in space. Okay. So like the only way, and, and, and it's weird because it goes into religion as well. Like, so if you break it down, religion, all religions are basically 
you right now are a human. Mm-hmm. I am a God. You have to live this way to be able to come and live with me forever, to be able to cross over into this plane to become a God. Right. To be able to actually live here, you have to do these things. It's not necessarily that any of these things are good and bad. This is just the only way that you can take the leap from human to God. Mm-hmm. And, and that goes back thousands and thousands of years in Christianity and, and all right. of these things. At, at the base, all it is is a way to transfer. And you know, all of it at its base is just generally try to be nice. Right, right. Try to be nice. Try to fucking like don't work for the bad reasons. That's a right. big one. Like working for bad reasons is a really big one. I feel like because it influences everything in your life. Mm-hmm. Like the only thing that you're ever supposed to work for is just love. Like yeah, yeah you're working for money, but that money pays for the love. And like that sounds gross, True. but it really does because of the fact that like how are you gonna live your life without like money? This is the yeah. system that we've made for ourselves. Yeah. I've been attaching myself to that kind of idea uh, a lot recently. It's helped me with like it makes work not, easier. It does. It makes being at work easier, it's going being. to work easier for sure. Because like I know for a while it's just like why am I wasting my time here? I got in a rut. For, away? Yeah, I got in a rut for quite a bit, but <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm like totally against like capitalism and working 40 hours a week just to provide for your family. Cause like that's 40 more than 40 hours a week. That's 50 plus hours a week in my instance, yeah. at least every week that I'm getting away from my family. And like, it's affecting me because then when I'm with my family, I have to sleep. Right. Start driving like 60 hours plus a week with your mental torture. Yeah. It's the worst, dude. Yeah. I really didn't. My plan, as of right now, is to, like, I'm probably going to buy, like, 20 acres for mm-hmm. the next, like, year. And that's, get, like, I want to get 100 total. And my plan is, like, I'm going to build a cabin. It's going to be solar. It's going to be, like, have a well. It's going to be to where I don't have to pay for anything specifically. Yeah. And then, from there, I don't ever have to work again because of the fact that I just pay that off. Pay off the right. land, pay off the cabin. After, like, I'll get the equity in my home. Start farming. Yeah, and then I'll just, like, if I need money, I'll just go to a farmer's market and sell my shit. Right. It's, it's really not that big of a deal. But the whole thing is I want 100 acres or 200 acres. Or I want a large amount of land. Yeah. That way I can give all the people that I love two or three acres. So you pretty much have, like, a compound. Well, yeah, but I don't even want it to be a compound. Like, you can do literally whatever you want on this land. It's just, like, if you get tired of society, yeah. come here, grow me potatoes, because I'm not good at growing them. I think everybody's <laughs> You know tired. what I mean? I think like, everybody's And then that's the only thing society. that you have to do. I'll give you my shit, you give me your shit. We'll live like humans are supposed to live. I'd, I would it. like one of those, if you don't mind. I don't mind. Um, man. It is a it is a wrong way to live, and like so many people have been forced to it, and now it's the norm, and it's just the cycle we're stuck in, dude. It's all about breaking cycles. We gotta figure it out. Unfortunately, I feel like it's all about to some extent. Everybody's so dumb, man. Yeah. It's it's about IQ. IQs play a huge role, and like I'm not saying that my IQ is high. I'm just saying that I like to learn. Yeah, like no, people, I have a dumb IQ for sure. I feel like I feel like a vast majority of the population, once they get out of school, school's fucking out. They're done. That's who they're going to be when they die. Yeah. See, you know what I mean? So. And that's a problem, homie. Without psychedelics, that would have been me. Oh, that would have been me too. Almost honestly, 100% for sure, I would have worked dumb. myself to the ground. You think you're done because you're not a scholarly gentleman. Well, but... And I know I'm intelligent to an extent. I think yeah, it's you're, you're you're 
You're about I'm not a scientist <laughs> by any means, I but I know I'm not stupid either. I just think it's important for anybody, doesn't matter how smart you are, how dumb you are, at least study psychology. Yeah. Like, out of all the things, at least study how your own fucking brain works. That's, yeah. you that's, just, that's basic so you, so understanding you don't, right Well, yeah, there. so you don't Psychology. so you don't just float through your emotions and you don't even know why they're happening. Like, that's something that I figured out a couple years ago. I feel like... Like, uh, it took me 20 years to figure out that emotions didn't just happen. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> that is one topic that should definitely be taught, at least in high school. Oh, yeah. Along with, with physics. Emotions. And, of course, I mean, the one that everybody goes to on that is how to do your taxes. <laughs> like, uh, I don't like, even think that should be in high school. School. I think that should be done away with. They know how much fucking money I owe. True, they, they are. They know how much uh, money they owe me. They tabs. can make it easy. They could just send me the fucking check. Why They're do I have me to under do my tabs taxes? every yeah. two weeks? They know how much because if I don't pay it, they fucking charge me extra. And they're taking it anyway. So why don't <laughs> they have receipt of that? I'm saying, man, it's all set up. It's literally set up to be confusing. So it's you have to pay the fee. It's fees. foolery. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's very. It's almost like snake oil salesman type of a scammy. It is. It's it's unfortunate that it's unfortunate and it's fortunate that it's like that. It's unfortunate because of the fact that it is that way, but it's fortunate because of the fact that I feel like more and more people are realizing that it is that way. Yeah. And I think that will inevitably change the future for the better. I don't know where we're going, but I feel like all of the trends, every single trend, if you look at it, is getting better. We're less racist, there's less war, we're less greedy. Yeah. We're fucking up the earth less we're Progress. trending in a, I know we're where trending we're in a good direction. Progress takes time. Oh yeah. I know where we're going. Every one of us is going to end up back in the net of consciousness when it's all done. Mm-mm. Close your physical, you close your eyes on that physical vessel for the last time. Just like that's where you're going, bud. Sit like back every, into the net sperm. of consciousness. Do you know where I'm going? Where's that? I'm gonna hold that net, bud. You going, <laughs> going to Tampa, Florida? No, I'm gonna hold that net. That uh, fucking consciousness. Uh, that I'm the one fucking collecting you, bitches. <laughs> you are the sock. I am the sperm. Yeah. I believe to me with your consciousness. I believe we might just all be toes on a foot that we can't perceive. That's very We're just all same same being, same person, just it's, it's crazy that experiencing told. itself in many different ways. That's Horton he he's a who right there, bud. He just Oh Dr. Seuss coming. Yeah, only toes coming. Coming soon for sure. Coming hard. <laughs> Can you imagine if your toes were the things that came? And they come <laughs> instead of fucking like you did. You imagine how different life would be right now? Oh, shit. <laughs> we were talking about pineal gland, pineal gland ejaculation the other night. Mm. That kind of reminds mm. me of that. Like, what if you could perceive sex through your pineal gland? You want to hear some crazy fucking shit? Always. You can. Have you ever. So, do you buy into hypnotism at all? Yeah. Okay, so. For sure. If you really if look you believe in, in psychology, I feel like you kind of have to believe right, in this is fact. hypnotism. This is fact, right? Because, I mean, it's, your brain is malleable. Well, and it's downplayed because of the fact that it was always supposed to be, like, magic. A trick. Yeah, yeah, and, like, it was... The Earth's been Christian for a couple hundred years, guys. Like, it's bad to a be magic. Th- yeah, that's a what I'm saying. A thousand years. Fat, like, two thousand years. Least. And it's, for two thousand years, it's been bad to be magic. And that's not really magic, but I could see how it could be perceived as magic, for sure. Um, but... Really, if you look at it, it is based in fact, and it is based in science. It's like hard it's, science. I feel like it's more like ventriloquism. Like you're kind of just pulling strings on somebody well, to make them react a certain way. It's not even that. I feel like being a stand-up comedian, like right now. Hey, hey I feel like right now Shout what you're out. doing is you're learning a form of hypnotism because, like, oh, what? Yeah. Because what you actually have That's to do, cool. what you actually mm-hmm. have to do is you have to lead somebody on a story, and they have to believe it enough for them to be surprised at the punchline. 
Yeah. It has to be like like that's the whole reaction like, of a laugh. Or yes. totally bought into the period. Yeah, of that, 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 that's yeah. what I'm saying. So so you, you can get them that with out. that kick. But all hypnotism is like you can't just walk up to somebody on the street and be like, bam, and they're hypnotized. Like you right. have to they have to buy into it. Right. Like you can most people can be hypnotized if they can just believe in hypnotism. That's the whole I, thing. I, I could definitely turn it off and like reject the hypnotism. Oh, if yeah, it was for sure. Trying to be forced upon me. Oh, yeah. Uh, most of the time, unless it's like subliminally and then I don't know enough about yeah, that. See, so MK Ultra probably already got me. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that is kind of worrisome because of the fact that like there's hundreds and hundreds of documents of like all this shit that's been downplayed for, you know, the last 50 years at the very least by the government, like hypnotism yeah. and all these things when really they were Mind pouring, control. Well, yeah, when really they were pouring millions and millions of dollars into figuring out how to do it. And I think because if you did, some of the things came up with good results mm -hmm. and that's why they stayed being funded. If things don't come back with results, they don't get funded anymore. Right. So like the re the fact so that we would have never heard about it 15, if it didn't work. Years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it yeah. wouldn't have continued to be funded. So, like, I think that they figured it out some. Like, we, like, psychologists, hypnotists know probably more now than anybody in the government because that's just kind of how it goes. You figure out more along the ways. Yeah. And the government's generally dumb and slow. Science is very, very fast, and it's so yeah. specialized. It's so specialized. Like, you can talk to a particle physicist and then you can talk to somebody who specializes in like quark and like quarks yeah. and strange quarks and all this shit yeah. and the science like the physicist the general physicist won't even know what the other person's talking about <laughs> it's yeah. so fucking specialized yeah like yeah, it goes true. so deep in so too many much, different too directions. much information going on in well, this. Yeah, it goes so deep like information is infinite because matter yeah. is infinite you know what i mean like yeah. if you yeah. want to figure some shit out you got to figure everything out and to figure out everything you'll never figure out anything what is reality <laughs> what is reality what is reality? Depends on who's asking. It's information. It, it is to some extent. Uh, well, I don't know everything, that. everything's information. I think that's what you were getting at or with you, that. Or do you yeah. just perceive everything is an information influx? Information. Mm. I don't know if that's one hundred percent true because I think that that's just how that's what our bodies are meant to do to pick uh -huh. up on it. Like it's not information at its base; it is just as it is, and it's a sensation in its pure form. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know, it just is the, is, you know what I mean, the isness, like the ongoing, whenever you go, okay, whenever, kind you, of whenever like, you meditate and you get to that quiet place, the ongoing yeah. isness, the river that flows behind you, you know what I mean? That yeah, it's kind of like, a, it until, just is, you know? until we put meaning to like our alphabetic characters, what were they? Yeah. So it's kind of that. Something that uh, I believe Alan Watts said, that always kind of resonated with me, was um, being enlightened is just going effortlessly into the river that's flowing mm -hmm. behind you always. And yeah. there's always moments where you're on the river and you're going in the right direction, but you always pull off to the side just for a bit, always, okay. until you become enlightened, and then you just go into the isness. And that's, that's what I speak of. Yeah. Okay. The ongoing, it just is. Like, you can question it till the cows come home, but you're just going to find information. You're not actually going to find anything out. And yeah, what does that information I mean? really mean on your set of scientific tools? Right. What does it mean to you yeah. when really... What are you? You are the isness experiencing itself. Yeah. Kind of. The fingers of the universe protruding itself into a physical manifestation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just want to be strained, man. I just want to... You want to be strained? Yeah. Go jump into a black hole. I've heard that that does the trick. <laughs> I've First heard it would turn you into spaghetti. Hole. Huh? First, I gotta find me that black hole. It's very possible that they're all around you. Hey, I ain't wiped in a while. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, it's very possible that they're all around you. 
Have you ever heard of micro black holes? Yeah, micro black holes. <sighs> like who's just queasy? Okay, so like on the quantum realm, it's like the vacuum of space. We know less about the the quantum realm than we do about the vast expanse of space. Right, physical realm. Yeah. So who's to say that as above, so below? You know what I mean? Who's to say that? You know, when we look at things on a very, very vast scale, we see these things that eat up matter and possibly spit them out somewhere else. We don't really know. We know they yeah. condense them to a singularity. Uh-huh. So who's to say that that's not on a micro scale, but really it's also on a micro scale? Like, who's to say that if you go down small enough, that you wouldn't just find me and you having this conversation again right here, just in a different realm? Mm. Who's like, to say that all the dimensions how- have to be out? Why couldn't they be in? Because it seems to me everything in humanity points to everything's in. So all you, like all of the religions, like they kind of askew, but a lot of them are about what you do, how you are, the inward looking of yourself. Yeah, and it just seems like it would make sense. Reflection that, and progress. Well, yeah, that that really all of the all of the things that we look for on the outer could very easily just just as easily be on the inner. Just we uh, couldn't see it, we couldn't perceive of it. Right. So we like, have so the, we look to the outer. We um, have the the minimum length of measurement the plank we when we have the plank uh pixel uh forget what it's called in, in tessellation but so what if that smallest theoretical size and length that we have what if that's like a, another universe and then you go in within that and then you get to that plank yeah. and then you have there's always something outside yeah something why can't that be transverse? There's always something inside of something. I've always hmm. found it weird that circles are everything. Like, everything's a fucking circle. Right? Yeah. Like, the, the, every planet is a circle. That, like, yeah. all of it ends up in a circle. And, yeah, it's with gravity, condenses it toward the core, and, you know, it all groups up together, all this shit. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't make sense when you get to the quantum realm because everything seems to still be a circle and gravity doesn't play any role in the quantum realm. That's why we can't figure it out. Because we can't figure out gravity, let alone things without gravity. So who's this, like, my question really is, like, so look, have you ever heard of the background radiation of the Big Bang? Like, we can't yeah. see past it. We can't yeah. see past it. It's a big plasma ball, we, basically. We can tell it's cooling off. Yeah, well, kind of. We can tell We can tell where it has cooled since the Big Bang. We can't tell that it is actually cooling off. In fact, it seems, as of late, that it is accelerating and getting hotter towards the end of the universe, and we don't actually know why we think that dark matter or dark energy is the culprit we don't know the science the science does not know whatsoever and that's scary <laughs> but i think the back we're using the wrong set of scientific tools i think so too but i think the background itself is very very possible that it's just a nucleus we're inside of a fucking nucleus. Like, like why wouldn't we Ooh. be inside of a nucleus? We're just a You know what I mean? Like, why the fuck wouldn't we be? Yeah. <laughs> like, why wouldn't we be? Uh, you look at some formations and they'll look like organs, hearts, eyes, lungs, and things like that uh, out in the star field. Yeah. I've always attributed that to Murphy's Law and humans' innate ability to make things out of darkness. Yeah. Right. The 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 um, ability to attribute certain attributes of other stuff to things that you know. Yeah, and your specifically. brain your brain naturally looks for those patterns. Patterns, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's very possible that that's kind of what that is. What I'm more alluding to is like, I've always had this crazy thought that 
the Big Bang itself is just the neurological firing of another being. Mm-hmm. So, like, when we have a thought, something Big explodes bang. within our fucking brain and everything around it changes inherently. We can't see it, but okay. we know that it happens. Right. Who's to say that we're not just living in that in the mind of something else? The I mean, mind I, I've, of I've, God. I've, I've, I've always had that thought that, like, either, like, that's like the simulation theory on an extreme scale. Like it we're is. a simulation, but really we're just an we're a silly idea of a fucking advanced being. We're not even an advanced being. We could be in the inside the head of like me being here. No, zero. me being here. We could definitely be inside the head of a fucking. We're retard. just zeros, hump thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm the fucking idea that somebody thought of that they didn't say. Right. <laughs> now that 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 a uh, simulation theory connected to like the the neural pathway that's really interesting in my opinion i like how like one of the first uh tell well it wasn't one of the first tau philosophers i forget his name but he was a tau philosopher he said this could all just be the uh flapping of a wings of a butterfly oh yeah and like that hit with me super deep yeah i mean it's the same idea it's really. the same exact yeah. thing just a different set of scientific tools yeah <laughs> well and it's weird because like so we were talking about graham hancock earlier mm-hmm. and like that civilizations of antiquity that I was talking about, the pre like the prehistory civilizations that right. seem to have been like destroyed by a meteor. Before we, we recorded really things on Well yeah, but like it seems like they were technologically advanced. Some of the stuff that they cut doesn't have tool marks on it. It I seems like they could mold yeah. stone as if it were putty. Now if that's the case then they had some type of technology that we have yet to figure out or we might not even ever figure out. Most people, Graham, Co- Graham Hancock included, like, this is a theory of my own. Like, who's to say they went along the same path as we did? Like, everybody that believes along the lines of there was an ancient civilization and they got wiped out believes along the lines of they followed kind of the same footprints as we followed and we just haven't fully made it to where they're at, to where they were at, to where they right. had mastered everything specifically. Yeah. I don't think that at all. I think they were way behind us. I think really? we're way ahead of them. We just use different science. We use, sure. I think somewhere along the line, and unfortunately it seems to be surrounded by religion, mm-hmm. we went off track and we started using evil instead of good. Like it seems yeah. like, it's, and even in the ancient civilizations and the carvings in fucking Giza, mm-hmm. it seems like they said that this is like, there was a great period where the gods ruled. Yeah. And then there was a lesser period where the, Lesser gods ruled. They were gods, but they were sons of gods, basically. That's what maybe might be where you get your spiritual leaders from. Yeah, well, not even that. That would be like a civilization that we don't even like. That, oh, okay, that like, archaeology doesn't even say exists. Atlantis. Yeah, yeah, like that type of shit. And Atlantis is just the Philippines. Look into that later. Really? <laughs> just look into no that. Way. Later. <laughs> just look I mean, into I that. Know. Later. This is just who? The Philippines. Okay. Ninety islands. Philippines is islands? the 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 Philippines is about ninety islands, right? Islands, okay. Play-Doh. Yeah, it's, it's about ninety islands, and it's very deep. The ocean floor is, but if you take where the ocean level was about twelve thousand years ago, uh-huh. all of that ground level was like ground level. Like there was like the ocean was lower because the ice caps hadn't melted at all. The whole world used to be about a hundred foot higher ocean level wise. Uh-huh. Hundred foot, it's just from so tectonic right, so, plate so right shifting now, and land going into water and oh, taking yeah. up space, yeah, and so pushing like, the water. Up. So at the at the impact, 
My impact happened in North in North America, somewhere around like northeast. Mexico. No, 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 oh. no, northeast. Really? Yeah, but there was always under the impression that it happened in like Mexico, South, Southwest. You, 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 you are correct, but it That's seems where the dinosaurs. No, 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 no. It Off seems like, but oh, that oh was, yeah, the sixty-five okay. million year ago. Okay. Um, but it seems like that's where at least the the big piece hit. It seems uh-huh. like there was fragments that hit all over the earth that yeah. kind of destroyed everything. Yeah. But at least the biggest explosion itself happened in North America. Uh, it seems like in North America. Mm-hmm. So there, like where it happened, it caused mudslides. Like there was hundred. Like think about a hundred foot of mud and on top of that three hundred foot of water all over the world. The Great mm-hmm. Flood. The Great sure. Flood that happened in every ancient civilization yeah. that has ever been. Yeah, They all talk about a Great Flood. Every single one. First mentioned in the Epic of Gilgamesh. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, at least, we think. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the only one that we have uh, proof of. Yeah. Right. Well, and like, even Egypt. Like yeah. the, Egy- the, the Egyptians talk about Osiris settling everything after the Great Floods. After, yeah, the, after, after, the, the, after the gods brought a mighty serpent... With a fire tail, a uh-huh. comet, yeah. to the earth to destroy the earth because they had started living sure. evilly. And there's water and damage on on those sites in, in Egypt and shit. And the, 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 the the Sphinx specifically is yeah, what you're talking about, right? A lot, mm-hmm. a lot of water damage, yeah. Yeah, yeah like way more than would have, yeah, way Predating more, it way farther back than what they thought. About 12,800 years. About to when mm-hmm. this fucking meteor hit. <laughs> yeah. Or a comet. But um, I don't know what I was saying. What was I saying? What did I say? Man, I said a lot. I don't know. We were on it, though. I know. I was going somewhere. <laughs> Train derailed. Let's uh, switch it up to dreams. Y'all had any good dreams lately? I had a recent nightmare of a fucking dream. Uh, I was in, like, basically a haunted house. Like, Whoa, spooky time. Yeah, and, and like, like, but the theme was, like, office building and work. Okay, so are you talking about haunted houses like a haunted house attraction or like a Waverly no, Hills, was, like it was a haunted place? Was, no, yeah, it was just I was at work in an office building, and the things that I saw were so fucked up and tragic. There were I was uh, trying to get yeah. out of the building. It was like being there were in a paranormal things happening. It wasn't paranormal. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. they had people that were still alive right. walking and shit, and a bunch of murders. And That's shit intense, like that. dude. Like I don't so dream. Did you make it out? Uh, when I woke up, and was here. <laughs> day, I mean, shit. <laughs> you know. I What's mean, the last thing you remember from the dream? I, I don't. I don't know. I just. I, I know I saw a couple murders. Um, it was hard to piece together. I don't dream much because of my marijuana use. You know. If yeah. Smoking all the time and shit. Try melatonin. I, melatonin. I don't know if I want to dream. Yeah. <laughs> I feel it. I know. I, I feel, I feel that. I yeah. like the the dark emptiness of sleep. Just for a minute, you wake up like nothing happened. Yeah, yeah. dude. I, but I'm really shook by some of my dreams. I feel yeah. like, hey, on some real shit. So, like, I, I still write music pretty often. Yeah, I don't nearly as much as I did. But whenever I was really on it, writing all the time, I would have dreams mm-hmm. of songs that I'd never written, and some of them would. Bop, and I would wake up and try to furiously write down. I would never be able to, like, the more you think about it, the more you can't. Yeah. That, that type of shit. Ugh. But all the time. So I feel like dreams are good in the fact that it's the purest form of idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely untethered. Like, if you are an antenna, 
That's where you get the most. I, I firmly believe that that's where you get the most. Antennas. That's I mean, that's that's what I'm granted. saying. But if that's the case, whenever yeah. you boot yourself off, that's when you're getting the most. Well, yeah, because you're not getting any of the senses. Mm-hmm. And, and just like, and you know, for antennas, antennas aren't just for you to receive signals; they're also to send. Oh yeah, send and receive. But dude, this has been a good podcast for sure. Uh, I, I don't want to end it. What time is it? Yeah, it's about. I gotta take the wife to work and shit. So. Is it already nine? Yeah. Whoo! We've been Not on really. a streak. Shade time, age fike. It's, like, <laughs> it's like my fucking underwear in here, so streaked up. So, like, real quick, while we were on the dream thing, before we cut it, uh, one last little bit. Uh, so like, I think maybe the dream thing might also be instead of like a astral place we go to. It could even just be like us experiencing our brain in a different way. It's experiencing our subconscious mostly like in a, in a way that we can't like really perceive. And that's why it feels like different and real in that reality compared Science to our physical reality. Radio noise. Science supports that. Science does. Yes. I haven't looked into dream scientifically much. But okay. I know, so like I have tons of dream experiences and like every time it's like, okay. So indescribable almost as far as psychology goes, what a dream is, because we don't actually fully know what it is, but as far as we can tell, it's a way for the brain to process the things yeah. that are on our mind. So, yes, the science supports that. It's wild. It's intense. All right, let's uh, wrap <laughs> it up now. Thank you all Pretty for joining one, us, man. dude. Bye. We appreciate it. I appreciate all my Thanks followers, all the love. Dude, we got to have you back sometime really soon. I'm down. <laughs> hey, love you guys. Love, love you. you too, bro. Love you, dude. Love you. Thanks love for having me on. Bye, bye, bitch. <laughs>